what's happening? Oh, I'm coming inside. It was beautiful out. I was outside all day and it's uh, absolutely gorgeous out. No clouds. You know, we usually get that afternoon storm, so it's not as sunny mid-afternoon. But it was today, like yesterday. Did you have anybody through today? Sorry, I was uh, getting this set back up. Um, yeah, I had a few people. Oh, you did? Yeah. A uh, couple looky-loos. Uh, From know, the neighborhood? A little bit of activity. Yeah, actually, um, uh, a, a young couple, very nice couple. They actually, they're under contract for that one for 185 across the street. Oh, there. yeah. Yeah. So they, come so they wanted to see what, what a good deal they got, huh? Yeah, and yeah. kind of get some ideas. Yeah, brand new home buyers, first home, very young, excited. Uh, that house that they are under contract for needs a lot of work, so they're yeah. kind of just getting some inspiration. Uh -huh. But talked to them for a good forty-five minutes, oh, and good. yeah, it was a good conversation. Did they say what they paid for it? Well, they're under contract for one eighty-five. Oh, they uh, so that's what they so they paid full price. Uh, that's what it was listed at was it listed at that yeah. i saw i didn't know if it went down because you sure it didn't go down it was on the market for like 104 102 days or something i something. don't know i the last time i looked at it which was just yesterday or the Actually, day before yesterday it was 185 i think you know if my you never know about my I, I, they did say it did yeah price reduced yeah it did go down it so was what? on the market for 104 days um I just got the today's page, so it's, and it says what one eighty five today. Today's uh, one eighty five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's right. So I thought you say one eighty five, but I don't know what it came down. If you look on the left side, almost to the bottom, closer to three quarters of the way down, it said original price. Is it open in front of you now? No. Uh, actually, I think this is uh, the other property. Uh -huh. Um, this is, uh, oh, that's Lemonwood Loop, 4942. Yeah. Right. What was the original price on that? I don't think this is, this can't be the one that they, is 4942 across the street? Yeah. Right this across the, the street, right? I don't know. Actually, I, I, ours is 4955, so it might be. Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I'll have to double check. But this one, uh, rental prices. Uh, uh, this is the uh, I don't have the original price on here. Price reduced. Three bedroom, one bath, home and holiday. Is it pending? Oh, it won't show. Yeah, it will, whether it's active or not. If you look on the left hand side, a little bit more than three quarters of the way down, you'll see original price listed there in the pricing section with the agents. Yeah, it's this there. is the customer view. Oh, no, you're yeah, not, not going to see it on a customer yeah. view. I printed up just uh, very oh. quickly some random, and it was all customer view because I kept it on that setting for the house today. Hey, I wanted to, mm -hmm. um, before I forgot right away, you know, that um, that dude and his cameras. Oh. The only thing that I can think of, honestly, is if uh, and what's so silly, reaching across the counter, like uh, if his if his camera system is tied into if one, to a switch, 
You know what I mean? It's plugged into the wall to a wall switch. Well, that's what I was wondering. That's what I asked him. I, because I don't know if I asked him. I know that I was thinking it. And I that was would be the only thing up. because uh, a couple of the fans were on when I got there. But obviously, when I was leaving, I was making sure all the lights well, were Well, a couple off, of fans, the were, on fans were on because he said, he, that's the other thing he said, and not, not about you. But he said that I left his fans on all summer long. And, uh, and you know, I haven't been in that house since I met him. So it wasn't me, but it was me in his eyes, which is okay. But, um, well, you I had did. it, I had it, uh, the, I had, when it was first listed, it had somebody hold it open and then it had only two showings. So I have two other agents that went through and one of them must've turned on the fans, but if they're on now, oh, he must see them through the, he must see them through the cameras. If he knows that they've been on That's I was going to say, how would he know? But it was probably from the cameras. Yeah, he's got those cameras all yeah. over the place. So, yeah. I, I, and I said, well, I wish you would have let me know then. I can't do anything about it, you know. Now I could go turn them off if you let me know that they were on. Yeah. How do you feel about um, a situation <laughs> where you have a listing and they have cameras all over the place and they're, you know what I mean? They're, well, I tell you what. Um, I had a, another agent that was holding one of my listings open for me. And she couldn't find the TV remote to turn on the TV. So she went looking for it. And it was, she said she went through the cabinets in uh, in the living room and then went into the bedroom next to the nightstand because a lot of times, and I know I do, if, you know, if I have, I have the remote in my hand from outside and I'm going to bed or something, I I accidentally bring it with me and I put it there. But anyways, they had all that on film and thought she was looking for something and was robbing her. And she wasn't, she said, you know, and I believe her. You of know, course, of course. And, uh, I, so anyways, if- how do I feel about it? Um, I absolutely hate it. But, you know, we're on camera most of the time anyways, whether you know it or not. Well, so that's what I was going to say to you. I'll tell you my perspective. All right. Always assume that you're on camera. Yeah. Right? Right. But with that being said, OK, in certain setups, his, that house today, particularly, it's annoying. It's disruptive. You can hear them on when they're on oh. the camera you can see they, they keep coming on and looking and you you know oh. and it's like i i equate it to standing over someone who's fixing an ac or a pool pump the whole time and you're standing over their shoulder watching them i don't do okay. that to people i do i don't, I don't bother people <laughs> when they work i want to know i just i'll talk if i'm talking I mean, to them that's i talking different. to them and ask them what they're doing i'll stand there the whole time but, but eavesdropping really on someone when they're when they're working and just you know what i mean yeah. just I, I, well, I find it. Annoying. I tell you what, if, if I'm inviting somebody over to work on my stuff and I'm paying the money and I want to know what they're doing, I don't care. I'm going to know what they're doing. If it annoys them, so what? But I'm paying for the right and I want to know what they're doing. So I don't care. Anyways, I know. how. Uh, so I have to let. Well, it doesn't matter. I don't have to let him know now because he wants one hundred thousand dollars too much or fifty thousand dollars too much anyways at this point. You know, it brings up a good point, too, that um, when you have uh, potential customers, people coming in the house, do you let them know? Say, hey, listen, just want to let you know you're on camera in here. I would probably. Oh, that's that's something you have to let people know. Yeah, I guess I guess you can't film people without their knowledge in that type of setting. Right. Well, yes, you can, because that's not 
that's their home. They can film whatever they want. Well, in a normal setting, but think about this. You're inviting oh, people house. in. You're holding it open. Yeah. This is a setting where they're not, you know what I mean? There's Yeah, a, I guess I guess kind of a gray guess, area. Or maybe yeah. it's not gray. Maybe there's an actual standard. You know what? That's a that's a very good question. I, I almost don't know the answer to. I almost I think, think there that is. I remember reading that really? or somewhere. Absolutely, yeah. Because the state of Florida is uh, not, you do not have the right to record without the other person's knowledge. Now, again. Yes, you can. You, as, one, as long as one of the two parties know. No, both parties have to And Florida, to and you're positive? Yes, yes. You are. Yes. Because I thought I was positive the other way. So, no, okay. and again, and I'm not talking about when you have security cameras and, and, and a burglar's breaking in. That's no, not what I mean, we're talking about. I'm talking about if, if I call you, if I call you, and I record you, and you don't know that I'm recording the conversation. Acts, no way. You can't do that in Florida. It's oh, illegal. No, you have to have two-party consent. Everyone has to know. Yeah. <clears throat> I know that from when I was recruiting, because in Canada... So what if you go to a meeting with at them, and they're not uh, just on a private phone call? If you go to a meeting, because I um, recorded my meeting with my HOA. Yeah. I didn't tell them I was recording it, so I can't legally do that. Well, there's a if you were going to ad, admit that as some sort of evidence in a court of law, your lawyer might have an issue because they didn't. Uh, that you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. That's why you have to have. That's why what I uh, in, anytime you're um, the easiest way to uh, get around that if you're going to record phone calls. This is this is inbound, right? You have that recording that says this. This call yeah. may be recorded for training and 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 whatever purposes. This, whatever everybody and, knows that's a lie. So just say this. Right, but think, but that's a form of um, everyone's been indoctrinated. So you're used to hearing that, but nobody really thinks that they're actually being recorded, right? But um, on the on the reverse side, if I call anybody, or if you're calling out, or if you and and you're recording the conversation and they don't know about it, you didn't tell them. What you do on your own is, you know, who's going to do anything. But again, if you go to admit that as evidence of any kind. But you know what you could do? And they could lie, certainly. Mm -hmm. But um, you can um, question them when they when you go under, I forget that term. What do they call it? When under oath. Well, not just be, yeah, under, well, when they're, get their interrogatories or whatever they're called. Your disp they deposition? Yeah, the depositions, right. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, what about you it? You can ask them the questions that you heard there and, and see That's, if they're honest about it. So. Sure, yeah. But if they lie, yeah. you can't say, oh, well, I record, I secretly recorded you well, and you, you were lying. you can't use that. You can't right. use that, but you would right. certainly let everybody know it. Right, right, You'd right. say, you know what? Okay, you say that. I know right. that I have a recording that right. you say something otherwise, whether it's admissible or not, but I know you're lying. You know you're lying. Everybody knows you're lying. I just can't prove it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Proof, right, right, right. Uh, again, you know, it's uh, some states aren't like that. Florida is. I thought Florida. Uh, uh, that's so. That's that's uh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yep. Did you see that link that I sent over to you? Did you investigate that at all? I'm going to uh, oh, okay. this evening. You, were I had, you, you had no time there, so that I tell you when you go in. Oh, I can't hear you. I lost you. I'm going to pause this. I forget. I, I know. Um, 
most of the time it's not that bad, but sometimes today is, is a little bit. Um, well, I tell you what, what were we going to talk about today? I forgot. Um, I don't think we had a plan. I really don't. So let's, so let's talk. Oh, okay. Well then maybe we don't need to have this now. No, we can. I don't care. It's off the cuff. I'm looking through some old uh, notes and some stuff I wrote. Well, let me today. tell you, it's been on my mind. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be great. All right. So, you know, um, like I had mentioned before, since these past few years have been crazy to say the least for everybody and, you know, uh, COVID and then other things, you know, personally. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that even, the since gosh it crashed in 2000 and i i everybody says 2008 because that's when the uh financial market crashed but florida real estate crashed before that so that i started doing my first uh foreclosures and short sales in 2006 the end of 2006 but anyways um so that's how many years ago already 15 years ago already so it has not been at a market uh, for 15 years, anything. And even the few years before that, it was a crazy market because the prices were so exponentially, uh, you know, growing so exponentially. But um, so I told you, I got out all my training material because uh, we're in a brand new world again. And, uh, and we talked about that. So, um, and I have a new agent starting um, and I have a, an agent that has been there for a few months um, uh, th that wants to uh, participate. In, well, he can't going to be there Monday. But anyways, um, so we had just talked about how to start new agents. Mm -hmm. um, and I gave the outline of that. So it it was occurring to me that on top of the outline and and, and uh, everything that needs to be done and prioritized and all that same old, same old, same old, that there's some, you know, nuances and tricks to the trade that go right along with all those steps and every other step. Mm -hmm. So the outline that we first discussed, and, and I thought about this when I was looking at uh, Florida Real Estate Commission's real estate school syllabus, all 19 units, 19 chapters, and they outline the syllabus they had for that. And, uh, and it's so dry. And there's no, you know, it's just dry. It's just, it's not, it's not, uh, and it can be engaging. That's my point. Yes. If you look at the outline, the outline itself is just the same old, same old. And that's what we were talking about uh, on how to get an agent uh, started with just the same old, same old, the prospecting and blah, blah, blah. Right. But uh, I'm thinking about, um, you know, teaching that and thinking about how I started and how I see other agents start and everything there combined. There's always a certain thread that goes through all the successful people. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what I think needs to be discussed after you talk about how to kickstart uh, a new agent 
Yeah. Because there's a certain mindset and there's a certain expectation and there's a certain on top of the on top of the technique. There's there's other dynamics that come to play. And uh, those types of dynamics need to be discussed because uh, to some it comes just very, very naturally. Mm-hmm. And to some, it certainly does not. To more, it does not. To the majority, I would say it does not. Yeah, I would have but, to say that to you too. But um, if you, you know, if you have other qualities and uh, and a good mindset, and and it's you have the ability you know to the learn first, it. You, you know can, what you the definitely first, learn it. Well, do you know what the first quality is needed? Is uh, an undeniable uh, belief that there's no way you're not going to excel or exceed in this business. Absolutely. 100%. If you have a doubt, then you might as well hang it up now. Yeah. So to teach somebody not to have a doubt, to have them, you know, firmly believe in, um, who they are matters to what they're doing and how they're going to uh, take care of business is something that is a belief that people absolutely have to have in order to succeed. And I see people on so many occasions say, oh, I tried that. It didn't work. And think, yeah. it, think it doesn't work and think it's somebody else's or something else's fault on the reason it didn't work. Well, I tell you two things. One, and and I'm going to mention burnout in a minute <laughs> with where you're going with trying to help people get to this because some people you will spend an enormous abnormal it. I don't know that word right now. <laughs> that is not it. But a lot of time um, trying to coach somebody and get them and help them, and then you will have burnt out uh, because they just you know they didn't accept it or they're just not going to do it anyway. They just don't have that drive, that belief, that uh, mindset in them. Well, well, that's and true. I've been especially playing- if they have, especially, and there's also been stats on this. Um, you know how every transaction is different, mm-hmm. of course, and that's what's that's part of what makes this business exhilarating and because it is different every time absolutely 100 percent um but if a new agent comes in and their first deal is sours you know it's they get a less likely chance of succeeding overall because they believe that's how the business is and then if they have a second back-to-back one that falls apart too then you might as well kiss them goodbye first they blame the broker and then they go someplace else and they ultimately fail out of the business and we talked about this those are the same people that can't open any business and succeed first two years remember first two years yeah you know what i mean you got to have the drive that's why i say you know if you're going to engage and invest in any type of business, I personally, in my opinion, you got to have some sort of passion in it. You got to have some sort of belief that you can do it. Because if you, you don't, if you have doubt. You know that, what? You know. I had doubt. I told you that story. Mm-hmm. And I had doubt on the very first listening appointment I went on to that I froze up and cried. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that same app. But that same day, you saw that dude, Bill that's Ramsey. That's what I'm saying. And it, I'm, you know, that's my whole, ever since that point in time, there wasn't anything that I didn't think I can do because it came to me that if they can do it, I can do it. Right. And somebody's doing it. So if they can do it, 
I can do it. So, so the reason why people say don't believe that they can is an issue that, like you said, if it's too in, in ingrained, but yeah. They, you know, you got you got to be doing it for some sort of uh, more more reasons than just the typical. Oh, I I could do that. I want to make a bunch of money. There's got to be some underlying thing there. I I think I've been playing around with this thing lately, and it goes right along with this. And it's uh, there is no plan B. You know. Oh God. <laughs> there, there is no plan B. Oh, that's terrible. No, 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 no. Do I have a plan B? No, no, listen, listen, Julie. And I usually end up working on plan N somewhere down the line. (laughs) Yeah, but listen to where I'm going with this, because I know where you're going. All those plans happen. What I'm saying is don't plan for a plan B. Go into business. Plan (laughs) A, I'm going to succeed in this. And then when you have, listen, then when you have to deviate, what I'm saying is, is don't plan to fail. Don't already set yourself up. Okay, well, there's, so this is talking, plan B. So if so, plan A doesn't work and I don't work it, and plan, this doesn't well, see, happen, that's not a plan A. Plan A to me is is what we're gonna, I'm going to do today is plan A. That ultimate goal is a given. It's just so it's that's not even that plan A. That's like that's not that's not that is it. But we're so talking my about plan A is like every day. So I know. And plan A never works. So I go to plan B, plan C, plan D, plan, and I keep going and going and going until something happens that Different gets me thing. closer to that goal. Different thing. We're talking well, that's about what I'm saying. Things. That's what, that's right. That's talking what, about, uh, yeah, we've, we've talked about that before. Okay. But that's, that's, that's adapting. That's, that's, that's overcoming challenges. That's, that's finding solutions to problems. That's, that's changing in the moment. Like, okay, this didn't work. What are we going to do now? Right. But I'm talking about the, the, the line of, discussion that we started that we're having that big picture stuff you know people who they have two deals and they're already ready to run away right like from the get-go and again like i said i'm playing around with this a little bit and where to position it. it's not on a daily basis basis what you're talking about we go through plan xyz all the time but i'm saying when you're in business or when you want to take on an endeavor and you have that belief and that desire and basically just, you know, have your plan of action and this is it. I'm not going to have a plan B in case I fail at plan A. If I'm just not going to think, I'm not going to have that mindset. I'm not going to fail plan A. That's it. There's no plan B. I'm not going to fail plan A. And then things will change. Things will happen, but you overcome them. Because you didn't plan to fail. It's almost, in my mind, kind of a weakness. I think we're saying the same thing, but coming from two different perspectives. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, sure. Sure. Well, let me go back to the burnout anyway. So where and we and what we've been kind of talking about with these trainings and all these things that we can do with that, when you're talking about that and getting someone kickstarted in their mindset and their expectations and having a belief and natural sales and learning sales and all of these aspects, right? If you are taking on people, right? And you want to teach them this, teach them this, teach them this. I don't know. I would say you may judge somebody a certain way at the beginning, but then you will have invested who knows how much time and and then realize, or they realize, oh, this ain't for me. Where if you do that over and over again, and again, I'm just spitballing here. You do that over and over again, you can get burnt out. It's like, oh well, man, no, is- that's only if you. That's only if you don't 
expected. But well, well listen to where I'm going with this. Listen to where I'm going with this. It's a numbers game, right? What I'm saying is, is if you do, if you just, if you put in that same amount of effort and that same training and that same everything, but you put it into a video course, a training course, you film that. And then you only waste your, you invest your time once in, in putting all this material to video. Well, and then it's up to them, right? Well, and then they can use it over and I over again. They can go back and forth. True. Um, but to, uh, but there is a, there is a, an, an extent uh, that goes a little further that is a more, um, you know, uh, personal thing mm -hmm. and the reason why i feel i'm better than others because everybody's different and i know that i am so in tune to how it all works and the dynamics that i can kind of you know intuitively uh first of all um you know know what it takes to help a person succeed i can also detect if they have it in them to do that or if they're going to be, um, you know, one of the fallouts, which most people are the fallouts. And, and I've been wrong and I've been wrong thinking on some people that, uh, you know, should be very successful that aren't. So I never just assume that I'm right on any of that, even though I have an intuition about it. Um, so since I've been wrong so many times, I know that my intuition isn't spot on. But my point in all this is that, uh, my one-on-one -on -one with people to start with helps them more than a ge generic training will do because of learning who what their dynamics are and helping them hone who they are into being uh, an excellent sales associate. Right. And general training can't. Well, that's where we that. that's where we started off with this. You were talking about those uh, tedious trainings and and right. courses and all that stuff right yeah. so that's what i was kind of so getting you at. have the basic but then you still have to have the you know one-on-one -on -one touching thing and not in a and that actually you know when that comes and and you'll get to you'll get to do this and you'll really like it eric is how when that comes is when you do the coaching one-on-one -on -one. Mm. when they do get their first contact their first lead and they and you discuss the conversation that was had and and the dynamics that are play and how to work this through and the possible scenarios and then they can go on to that next step and and and, and feel that you know uh process really happening and being cognitive of the process that is happening so once people if they don't have that naturally which most don't once they get a, a sense of that um, cognitively, um, they're better equipped to handle it really well the next time on their own. So um, I think that you will really enjoy uh, mentoring like that, you know, doing the general training, which is tedious and where the tapes absolutely fit into play, but then taking a beyond But not that. even making it general, like it's still general training, but making it more engaging and fun and yeah. interesting. With right, interesting, which with is the, kind of what I thought you were talking about as well. And make no mistake, yeah, the, right. the one on one there is is great and 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 wonderful. I think it's almost consider it a hybrid. Okay, 
You, right, you, you, right. You, like just my classes. So you say, right. hey, listen, great, man. You just knocked this out. I want you to have a library of these videos and these trainings. Say, hey, listen, I want you to, I'm going to send you a link for this one. Watch this, this, yeah. this, and I'm going to meet with you Wednesday morning and we're going to talk about it. It saves you time. Yeah. Oh, you betcha. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So you can get right to the meat and bones and you can yeah. ask them right off the so, bat. Have a little quiz. Did you watch, did you watch the, the training video I sent? Yeah. You? Right, and if you're good at those training about. videos, that's going to be so awesome. Right. And, and, and if I you gave you that it, syllabus, when you look at it, you know, that's 63 hours. So I've done it and I can, I can, you know, what I can do is tape the long version of it with the stories and the everything mm -hmm. because to make it engaging you have to tell the stories about sure. how it pertains to reality and uh and that's how actually remembering mem uh, memorizing remembering the uh, stories help when they bring the questions up in the in the final exams but you can do all that mm -hmm. i can do my horrible version of it <laughs> and then you can uh you know be the media presence that you are I, I yeah absolutely I mean there's a a lot can be done for sure because uh, there's there's not a lot of good stuff out there you know there really isn't well you know there used to be you know what I have to say I'm looking at myself I just got out of the pool so there's not a stretch of makeup on so excuse that so see this is these are the part of the reasons why um, I you know later in the day sometimes I want to but you know oh well it is what it is so excuse. Excuse Later me. in the day, you want to what? <laughs> so that sometimes I hate to, you know, I mean, it, to do Zooms, you know, you have to be presentable because especially the- you know, Not when it's up. just me and you. I know, Not, but still I do, you know, I mean- I, I mean- I, I usually have, you know, makeup on my hair. I, you know, look at my, look at this. I mean, I just climbed out of the pool. At least it's dry now, but- your hair is a little, your hair is a little funky, but other than that, you look great. <laughs> awesome. But again, yeah. remember, the, these are all, uh, any, anything we use on our podcast is just audio. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Except I'm sitting here staring at myself. So maybe if I didn't, I'd feel better. <laughs> how do you have your, how do you have your setup? See, see, all I see is you. So I feel like I'm talking to you. So you can change your settings to have the speaker where I'm big and you're just in a little box. Oh, I can do that. Okay, yeah. That's, that's a good idea. Yeah. Sometimes if you, you have, if you have a side by side and we're both the same size, sometimes you'll look at yourself and you'll, and you'll start. Oh, you know, shoot. Okay. So let's see. They go up to view on your top, right. Uh -huh. And you can switch it to speaker. Oh, there How's we go. That? Yeah. Uh-huh. So you should be in a little box now and I'm like the major, major yeah, but section. I got a big screen. Yes. All right. All right. Can, good. Yeah. That's much better. I, <laughs> much better. <laughs> yeah. 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 I forget I'm up there. Like I just, I, I'm oh, just, I I've feel like I'm just having. Yeah. I've seen both of us and I didn't like it much. Well, okay. on a split screen, right? Yeah. 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 No worries. <laughs> hey, what do you think about this? All right. I was looking for a good one. Let's see here. What do you think about this? All right. A positive mindset will not change the crappy situation that you're in. Positive mindset changes you, which changes your ability to deal with the crappy situation that you're in. What do you think about that? And I took the S word out and put crappy in there. Keep it clean. I don't know. I like that. Say it again. 
a positive mindset. So basically a, po a positive mindset doesn't change your circumstances, right? The positive mindset changes your ability to deal with the circumstances, right? So if you're, so if there's a crappy situation going on yeah. and all of a sudden people say, oh, well, you need to have a positive mindset. Well, that's one part of it, but it doesn't change the crappy situation. You know what? It changes I, it your doesn't. ability to deal with it. I want to tell you something. You're going to hate that I'm going to say this. Okay. Uh, but, you know, being through a really shitty uh, That's the word that was in here uh -huh, originally. I know. That's why I'm not, I'm not shy. Mm -hmm. um, just very recently, and I should say more than one, um, it wasn't a positive attitude that got me out of it. So, you know, my, my thought when you first said that is, you know, that's just another stupid cliche that ain't real. So did I have a positive attitude through the trauma? Uh, hell no. Um, I had to have a lot of strength and a lot of, you know, uh, 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 what is the word? Uh, what is the word? I'm, what is it when you take care of yourself? There's a word for that. Um, you know, I had to forgive myself and allow myself and none of that's positive attitude to get through it. A positive attitude. I tried a positive attitude and that was, wasn't, that wasn't helping. That was a positive attitude. I wasn't faking. I wasn't fooling myself with my positive attitude. So I guess the positive attitude can get you through a lot of stuff, but there's some stuff that it just, a positive attitude can't get you through. Well, and this, do, and, and this quote, do a hell of a lot more than just have and a, this isn't a saying, attitude. This isn't saying that that's the end all be all. That's the only uh, avenue you have. You know, all, all this is saying is that if you, so I guess put you on, you if you put on a, better if you, than having a bad attitude, I guess, but, um, well, yeah. listen to it. What it really is saying is even if, regardless of what you do, if you, if you put yourself and you, and you put yourself into a positive mindset, right. And I didn't say attitude. I said positive mm -hmm. mindset, right. It doesn't change anything. All it does is it, 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 it changes your ability right? To deal with something instead of, you know, and not that there's other, other avenues, right? I'm just talking about a positive mindset by itself. Basically all that I says, guess some, is, all that says probably. is a positive mindset doesn't change anything. No, right? that's right. No, that's, that's right. what that it's says. better have a, a negative attitude, but yeah, that's what you I know what's, that's... You know, what's funny about that, you know, and everything has its, you know, opposite. So a positive negative, but we, and uh, so we talk, in language, of course, but it's so inadequate. And uh, when people communicate and they use words, uh, the words mean some things to them and it means other things to other people. And I think that uh, um, it's never sufficient. Anyway, never seems to be sufficient for any situation. Hmm. Okay, dokie. How about this one? Being successful is like being the homecoming queen. All the ugly bitches hate you. <laughs> There's a lot of that too, isn't there? Yeah, man. Hey, listen, this was another one. Uh, it, it was uh, someone I listened to, uh, sort of a, you know, a very, very wise dude. And he says uh, two things. He says, you know, uh, talking about, you know, who you, who, who you, who you are, um, I guess friends or like your circle of people or who you trust or when I says, you know, be careful, you know, who you tell bad news to. Right. And then also who you tell good news to, 
right? It's a telltale sign. Like if you tell someone bad news that's going on, uh, you know, generally you just want them to listen, right? And 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 feel for you. If not to all of a sudden say, oh well, that happened to me, or this happened to me too, and this da 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 da, da right? And then you want to be able to tell someone good news and them to be happy for you. Right. Right. Those two things are important. And when he said that, you know, it's really, it's, it's like, and it's, it's kind of out. That's kind of a joking saying Charles Barkley said that about the homecoming queen. But what he's saying is people don't really, for the most part, don't cheer on other people's success. You know, they don't seem to anymore. No. And uh, so it's almost like, uh, you know, just keep your successes to yourself and in your very small inner circle, you know, because there's, you know, not everyone's going to be rooting for you because you're you're moving up and up and they're staying where they're at. You know, I guess it's that whole thing we talked about (laughs) a couple of weeks ago about the, uh, you know, the table of winners. And the table of losers, right? Well, you know, a lot of people, well, you know, it's funny, you know, you're a guy and I'm certainly not. Um, but those kind of issues, I think, are different between men and women. You know, sharing successes and needing to share successes and wanting to share successes or I thought, and I think, uh, um, you know, I think, I don't know. Um, I think women are far more um, caring and and appreciative of somebody else's success more than uh, guys who tend to be more cutthroat about it. That's well, maybe a sexist generalization, but you know, I, well, what about I think the f- women have a more maternal. Um, with and, true and I'm friends, wrong, I'm, right. I'm, you know, I, I mean, certainly there's, there's, uh, you know, the ambitious, egotistical women, but I guess it's an ego, more of an ego. I think guys have bigger egos than women, even though women certainly do. And there's, you know, but I think that, you know, and, and it's, you know, I'm probably not being um, politically correct and, and, and genderizing people because, uh, you know, I, I think, I think women are naturally more maternal and uh, about that than men and men are more, you know, ego driven and, and, you know, and that what you were talking about uh, affects men more than women. And that's my belief. Well, Uh, let me put it. uh, uh, Let me put a spin on that on the other side and I'll, I'll get myself in trouble here. I don't care. What, how do you, isn't it where women all right can act like they're happy for you they can celebrate with you but mm. in the back of their mind they'll be like oh fucking yeah. where a guy will just be like right yeah. from the get go he right. won't even I, I, that's probably true too <laughs> yeah i can see that i can see that <laughs> They might not, they might be insincere, yeah. caring, but they will, they will at least uh, attempt to care. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right about that. That's probably some truth in that. Yeah. Uh, my yeah. goodness. Isn't that funny? Some things, you know, some things never change. And I was, I was thinking about that. Um, there was on Reddit, and it's funny because my grandson just gets the biggest kick 
out of the fact that I, uh, I read Reddit and I guess, you know, like anything else, there's a, <laughs> a vast majority of topics that they talk about on Reddit. So I don't know what he listens to, um, you know, or reads, but, um, I like gardening. <laughs> I like cats. I, I, uh, uh, what was my, what was my point? Oh, and ask old people. So there's this, there's a subreddit that's ask old people. And I love that. I love, you know, uh, younger finding out what the young people are interested in knowing from older people. And, and of course, you know, that I always have my opinions on things. So, um, it's interesting that this is very, it was very interesting actually, this person wanted to know if your parents ever apologize for treating you the way they treated you and, or do they, or do you always have to live in the same situation with them treating you the same way? Hmm. And so my parents are still alive, as you know, and I even have grandkids. So I've got a couple different generations to think about that. And my first thought and response to that, which I did not answer, but my thought personally was, my, it's not whether they treat you the same, it's they already are who they are by the time they're your parents. So I understood them and who they are, but I'm the one who changed and, and developed my personality. So whether they treated me the same or not had more to do with me than it did with them. Mm -hmm. And I can see that with my, uh, my kids and my grandkids. So anyways, it was just an interesting twist on how people look at things. Yeah. And I thought about you when I read that. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, uh, I don't know if I have it around here somewhere. Maybe I do. Um, I've seen it before, but I think I clipped it out of uh, some magazine or something. But it was uh, it's one of those uh, doodles, those little cartoon, uh, you know, it's it's got a picture and a few little sayings, right? And yeah. it's, uh, let me see if I can paint the picture. I don't remember the picture. Basically, it's, uh, let's say it's a it's a father yelling at, at, at his boy for something, you know, standing over him. And then behind them is his father yelling at him when he yeah. was a boy. And then behind him is his father yelling at him right. when he was a boy. But at the very get, so that's the the line behind them, three generations. But then mm -hmm. at this one, it's the it's a it's the guy hugging his son, right, and not yelling at him. Yeah. And it's some it basically yeah. it says in a in a in a in a great way, um, you know, to break these generational cycles, you know. Yeah. Well, and that's I have that same story about these twin boys identical twin boys and they were there yeah, we've um, talked about it before yeah, yeah. Uh, the they, alcoholics they, yeah and they split and one of the twin boys was an abusive father and the other one was a loving dad and and when asked why they were the way they were they both had the exact same answer yeah what would you be like yeah you yeah. know all, the, all of those stories I heard when I was so young, I remember it and they made such impacts on my life. Do you know what one sales story made a really big impact on me when I first heard it in my young twenties or when I first got into sales was there was this, <laughs> there was a story that uh, this guy took a job selling shoes and they sent him to Africa to sell shoes and he did horribly. And he, and then he came back and he said, they don't wear shoes. And so they hired somebody else 
and uh, sent him over. And that guy <laughs> sold millions and millions. And, and he comes back and says, nobody wears shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. I love that. I love yeah. that a lot. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it how you look at something, right? It, absolutely. Yeah. It's and I those... don't think that has anything to do with positive or negative attitude. It's just how you look at something. No, Which, that's. Yeah. And you know, it's funny because um, the younger person knows, and I tell you about it's looking at the sphere and something in the very middle and no matter where you look at it, you know, uh, mm -hmm. it makes a different sense. And, and uh, if you, and, and I think that most people, um, you know, having the ego and the I and the me and only seeing things from their perspective only looks at something from one angle and sees it. And that's the way it is. And uh, when you get a little bit um, understanding of things, then you don't necessarily do that anymore. You kind yeah. of say, oh, okay, well, how are you? What From what perspective are you seeing this? From? Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Let I me think... figure that out because I don't see it the way you see it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's... Uh... It's 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 a blessing to be able to if you if if you lived however long in your life with just a narrow wow. narrow frame of view and viewpoint and if it's just age or wisdom or something happens or whatever yeah, and right. something gives you the ability to all of a sudden alter and say you know what man you know what's you know and and take different perspectives and listen to different people's point of view yeah. and 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 have empathy from where they're seeing things from their life. I think that's, yeah. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's happiness to me, right? I'm always, uh, I'm, I'm always looking for the opportunity to change my mind on something, Julie, always. Cause that yeah. means I'm having a great conversation with yeah. somebody. You know what I mean? I'm having a legit conversation, yeah. whether yeah. it's somebody I've known for years or yeah. a stranger, we're talking about stuff and I'm not holding, I'm not rigid. I'm not stopping. I'm not throwing my opinions out. I'm letting them talk. And I'm like, and, and all of a sudden I'm, I'm getting goosebumps right now because when that happens, I feel like, Oh, I just, I just, yeah. I, just I just grew up. I just, yeah, I just grew a little, <laughs> yeah, I just grew a little. Right. And I'm like, wow, man, that's great. Man. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that's cool that you see it that way. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's uh it's one of those, uh, I, well, I call them cheat codes to happiness, man. It's, yeah, that's definitely one of that's the a moment, right? You talk yeah. about your moments. Yeah, I love them. I love them. Do you know, that's happened today. And I like that happening today. You know, it, it takes me uh, uh, an, uh, an effort sometimes to uh, step it up a notch anymore. When I used to go 50 million miles an hour, 18 hours a day. Um, but once I do get in the momentum and enjoy Oh, it's such an awesome day today. You mm -hmm. know, I mean, the sun and the heat and working out and jumping in the pool and, you know, doing it all over again and having the music cranking. And it was just a glorious day. So my point in all that was such simple pleasure was that was like the perfect day. And the accomplishments, the success, the whatever um, oh, I got to read something to you that I found today. Uh, hold on a minute. Let me see if I can find it. I emailed it. I wasn't really going to say it now, but it kind of 
it kind of hits what I was cool. What I was just talking about. Oh, let's see if I can find it. Oh, there it hey. is. Yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say while you're looking for that, but you found it now. Did you, yeah. uh, you see this can? Did you, I sent you that link. Did you order? Yeah, no, powder? I actually got all kinds of stuff that I have to sit down and order. Oh. I can't, I really have a hard time sitting at, in front of my computer doing this kind of stuff. So okay. I, I, it's, it's piling up. I got, I got, if I'm going to sit at my computer and shop and buy, I'm going to do it all at once. So, okay. okay. Uh, so no, not yet, but I have to. As a matter of fact, I, I got a, I, I don't have that on this list with, with everything sitting here. What's that called again? Metal death, right? Uh, liquid death. Liquid death. Yeah. Okay. So listen to this. <laughs> and this was on a piece of paper that was typewriter typed written, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I used to have typewriters so. when I was younger. Well, of course we were taught in school. Yeah. So Man surprised me most. Let's see. Hold on a minute. That was a little bit awkward in, in it. Man, sur man surprised me most about humanity because he sacrifices his health in order to make money. Then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health. And then he's in so then he's so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present. The result being that. He does not live in the present or the future. He lives as if he is never going to die and then dies without ever having really lived. <laughs> That's yeah. so confusing, but, and it, that was supposedly written by the, and said, spoken by the Dalai Lama. I was going to say the Dalai Lama. Yeah, it wasn't confusing. Uh, yeah, yeah that's... you didn't think it was? No, well, not at all. Yeah, so uh, so uh, that's where I'm like at right now, right? Yeah. And, and so, and it's funny because we had talked earlier and actually we debated a little bit about, you know, where you are in your life, uh, you know, age having to do with these, this pathway uh -huh. and um, somebody in their thirties or forties uh, might not, or certainly their tens or, you know, teens or their twenties understand this at all. You know, I think you have to be a little bit older to be able to get it at all. I, I, I swear if I said this, you know, mentioned this or learned this when I was a teenager or said it to my teenage grandkids right now, they would say, what are you talking about? <laughs> so it, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's wisdom. Makes sense to me. Well, it's, it's experience yeah. anyways. Yeah. That's the funny thing, you know. Um, yeah, never mind. What? Go for it. Well, I was just gonna say, uh, I, you know, my my granddaughter spent the night last night, and <laughs> it's funny because I nag all the time about their health and about what they should be eating and they should be, you know, sleeping and all the things I I nag about, and uh, so I. I, I said to Lacey today, I said, you know what, if you could just think of your body as a car in the sense that, you know, if you take care of it and you put oil in it, it it'll last you for a lot longer instead of breaking down all the time. And, and if you don't put oil in it and take care of it and uh, then, you know, uh, I mean, if you do, then it could last you a really, really long time. And, uh, and that, and I said, you really should, I know you don't get it now because you're 13, but, uh, I just wanted to make you conscious of the fact that at some point you might want to start thinking about that. 
Yeah. And so I said that, but then a little while later, it occurred to me. So I said to her later, I, I said, you know, you're hearing that from somebody that always took care of themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I always ate well, I always exercised. I always, <laughs> and, uh, and you might think, all right, so you're telling me this and look at you and your health, whatever. And, uh, and I said, oh, so I don't, if, I don't know if you ever thought that, but I certainly would say, who are you to tell me that? Look at you. So I have to say that it's not only, it's not only your body that you have to take care of, but it's your mind too. The Mm. stress that you're in under your whole life can get you sick, sick, even if you take care of your body. So that just means you have to take care of your body and your mind uh, in order for you not to get sick. Yeah, for sure. You know, the, uh, well, um, well, the Romans, the Greeks, like they, 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 knew that hardcore, right? It, it, it wasn't just the mind that needed to be nourished and stimulated and taken care of, but it was the body as well. There was a body-mind connection, right? right? Uh, do you know is, they still do not teach body-mind connection in um, medical school in this country today? Um, my niece just graduated from Stanford, mm-hmm. which is an incredible medical school. Yeah. And they don't teach body mind connection there. They do yeah. not teach that yet. Yeah, it's amazing to me. She was yeah. amazed. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff they still don't teach. We're, we're way behind in a lot of areas. I know it's sad. You know, it's almost along the Barry. lines. Sure. I mean, uh, you know, if you control, uh, there's, you know, what are the reasons? There's, there's a lot of reasons that could be behind that. It's almost like. Uh, the control of information, you know, and it's like, well, oh, corporations oh, oh, oh. and nobody can make decisions. It has to go through committee and it's so slow going. And so they just keep the standard operating procedure because it's easier, you know, that's- well, on a, the most simplest, on the most simplest level, um, it doesn't, uh, it's not cost effective to, to, to treat people and heal people and teach them how to treat themselves and heal themselves. You know, the, the, the all the money's made in treatment, itself right well that, there's not treat there's not money in cures okay no, there isn't but you know what? Money I, in the treatment. and i believe that to be true mm-hmm. but i believed it more than um after reading some books on uh the industry searching for cures and mm-hmm. all they've had to go through and about the people who were committed to do that so um what you're saying is absolutely true, but there are some um, certainly uh, serious, serious people that really, really want to find a cure and are working, you know, the scientists in, sure. into it, the ones sure. they they're not making all the money. They, they don't, they could care less about the sure, money. But scientists and, and medical professionals uh, uh, to boot, even uh, strong, it's, it's all types of sciences, right? Some of those guys have to be very careful Right. If they if they go too far out of the mainstream, they, they can won't. be ostracized yeah. and they can be pushed out of their professions. And well, that's, you know, it's that's funny. a problem. Well, you know, you know it's funny. Uh, what I'm reading right now, um, a book on cancer and more specifically leukemia and the beginnings of when they first uh, 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 know, found the disease. I mean, hundreds of years ago. 
and how how they have been proceeding and and there as what you had said is is absolutely happened there have been you know uh, it, it, it talked about these people over the course of more than 100 years uh, 150 170 years now um being uh, and and different generations being ostracized just as you say and how they still knew they were onto something and proceeded full speed ahead um, even after being ostracized and they were the ones that made the breakthroughs. So that's what I'm talking about uh, far and wide. What you say is absolutely true, but um, uh, many of the breakthroughs have been through people that have been ostracized and, and they did it too. They did it illegitimately. And yeah. some of them got in some big trouble for testing on real life patients. Yeah. And, uh, but they found uh, breakthroughs by doing you know, it that saved their lives, even though that saved their lives. Yeah, a lot uh, of people, uh, in, in you know, I love watching uh, documentaries and, and diving into the histories behind stuff like that. But even something, not even medical science, but the science of the universe and the yeah, stars. And, and people, yes. um, people built their careers through history off the work that some scientists did and was made fun of and never uh, and and died uh being uh ostracized from right. his community and then someone a hundred years later picked well. up yeah. and but that happens so much in history where yeah. it's amazing that uh I mean that uh, I'm actually just reminiscing about well the first oh. yeah well who was it that right. I wasn't new not was it new Galileo right yeah. wasn't he the first one that said the earth was round he was the first person that proved it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Many people were. And he was ostracized for thinking. You know, um, what's fascinating is, uh, and this is what I like about the dude, Albert Einstein. All right. Yeah, it's a great Albert dude, Einstein right? Too. Yeah. He actually, he was against, oh, what was the, it, this was. Yeah, the, he is remarkable. This, yeah, his EMC, C squared and the speed of light and those calculations all the way up to later in this age. Oh man, they just named that two t new telescope. What's the name of that new telescope? The the, the Frank. Um, uh, it's not the Genesis, was it the Genesis? No, no. no uh, oh no, no. Uh, the, the one that uh, that they just. Oh put. yeah, yeah. Oh uh, man, I can't think of the name. But anyway, he was. Uh, they were proving um, distance. And how to calculate, because if you imagine, we're in this little, we're here in the earth and we're in the solar system. How do they know the distances between this and how, and just how the past hundreds of years they've gone through that. But Albert Einstein was very rigid on something until that dude brought him up to his observatory and showed him exactly what he's looking on. And there's pictures of Albert Einstein looking through his telescope. And, and this is later in life. Right. And Albert Einstein says, you know what? I was wrong. And he changed his equations to fit his equations into that. And that's how we and it was like a, 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 a the, it was like, a, what do you call that? It was a novelty moment in astronomy. And all of a sudden, since Albert Einstein did that, it opened up the way to all these other equations. And all of a sudden we had a, a we we you know what it was? They realized it's all started like learning it was a big bang and then learning it was expanding and then trying yeah. to find out how far yeah. it was. and then learning. That's so wild that, to me. I yeah, can't, that, I, so it's hard to imagine. That's a, as it's expanding, light that was coming at us from one star, all right, it actually, it won't take a set amount of time. It actually continues, we continue getting farther away from that star as everything's expanding. 
So that, and they learned how to calculate. Wow. How fast or when it was. We're talking in light years, trillions and trillions of years. Amazing, isn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. But talk about that whole being able to accept someone's point of view. Well, I had a hard time accepting how fax machine works in the yeah. in late 80s. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I <still didn't. laughs> I'm glad I, I kind of skipped over that. I remember having one for, for I, could, I still that still blows my mind. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm reading a book right now on Alan Turing. You know who Alan Turing is? Well, I do. Well, how do I know that name? I certainly know the name. I wonder if we've talked about it before. I don't think we have not on uh, recording. Maybe we have. But I'll tell you who he is. The book's fascinating. Um, Alan Turing was this brilliant mathematician. All right. And the book's called The Enigma. And basically. Oh, they had a movie on him. They did? There was a movie on him. I think so. Yes. Really? Yeah. Well, the book's great. Uh, so, um, but what I, what's fascinating about it. So just, uh, the reason, um, cause we're kind of having yeah. this discussion was, so the Enigma, all obviously he helped win the war. Yeah. Right? That's who it was. World he war broke, II. The, he they, broke the code. He broke the Nazi code yeah, machine, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, which was, yeah. uh, which he was ended up the Enigma himself. machine. Huh? He ended up committing suicide. Well, thanks for ruining the ending of that book, Julie. Oh, I'm I'm reading it right now. (laughs) No, I didn't. I I don't, you know what? I don't have a memory. I could be thinking of a different movie. Now every page, every page, I'm going to be wondering. I'm going to be looking for clues. Well, don't tell me anymore, but I'll tell you. Um, it's, it's a fascinating book. I'm almost done. So I guess, uh, because, uh, they were, um, you know, uh, what I read a couple of days ago. I could uh, be wrong, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But he, uh, well, what's what was amazing, what was crazy was when they broke the code. It was a great chapter. They broke yeah. the code and, but they couldn't all of a sudden let, they couldn't just, they knew all the movements that everything the Nazis were going to do. But they, a lot of people still had to die because if they, yeah. they had to be very strategic yeah. in how they, right. because if they all of a sudden stopped, then they uh, would, they would the, know the, it. And the Nazis would everything. have changed the, the, yeah. the, the machine. But um, yeah. now I read yeah, that the, was a big part when they did that. That yeah. was a big choice, a big, a big yeah. decision. Huge. Whether what? Yes, it was, Huge. and you can understand why, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, one of the dude's brother was on uh, uh, one of the boats and, and got killed. That was helping them uh, trying to figure out this machine. It's wow. crazy. But what's, uh, and I knew about this when I ordered the book, I did read this. It didn't tell me he kills himself. Uh, that's, I'm sure I that's could be wrong. End. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. <laughs> but it did tell me my mind. that the touring, uh, so Alan Touring, the touring machine, right, is what yes. this device ended up being calling called which was a mathematical machine that could think for itself pretty yeah. much. The first and beginning of, yes. It's what computers were before they were computer touring machines. Yeah. Alan Turing was such right. a, he was so, he was weird to everybody else. Yeah. Like socially and everything. Yeah. Like the yeah. book really goes into that. Maybe that's, I could see some problems because his childhood was not happy. But, and the people that were working with him in this shop, trying to come up with this machine did not like the dude, but yeah. he was talk about passion. He was right. straight aerial. This was it. He knew. Cause he knew he was, he, he knew he was right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't going to listen to anybody, and he knew yeah. it. He knew it. He knew it. He knew it. And he basically yeah. was the father of modern day computers, which we're yeah. we're sitting on the right first now. the first um, VR. Mm, yeah, a machine that can and it. Oh, he was talking about kind of sound, right? when he was talking to the dude. The dude almost didn't hire him for the project. He was like, you know, uh, what does uh, he's he's like. He's like, no, I'm not going to teach. He, he says, if 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 a machine can think for itself, if it has computing power and it can think equations and it can learn to, to he says, what's the difference between that type of a thinking um, entity versus a human brain thinking and trying to think versus a cat's brain? He says, it's it's not a human, but it's still thinking. Like he believed these things. Like he called his computer by his, his best. It, it, he was in love. He was a gay dude. And uh, his buddy killed himself when he was in grade school. And Maybe. that's what he named his computer out of, you know, or the touring machine. But he named yeah. it. I can't think of the, his friend's name. Yeah. Now, but uh, in a time where it was not good to be gay, he's, yeah. he's, he's not in a good place to, yeah. to be gay back yeah. then. But um, but again, his his from his viewpoints, having that thought process at a time where that's just crazy dude you're yeah. nuts but he yeah. was like no he's like yeah this right. he's like it's it's it, like he foresaw like ai like yeah, a that's a, machine yeah. that can think and do all when i said things. virtual reality i meant ai yeah. i always do that yeah. yeah yeah a lot of crazy stuff going on there these days wow Ooh, they yeah. fired that dude from google man and you know why? And we 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 talked about it before. What guy is that? Briefly. Dude that was working on uh, AI for for Google, like seven years on this project. And I can't think of the uh, the. the so it's the, not the same one that I knew because he had left before. I'll so. tell you what. So this is what. What's that story? This is what it can be done right now, off the top of my head. After this this long day, uh, 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 Cliff Notes uh, chopped up. Uh, half of this is going to be wrong, <laughs> but I'm paraphrasing. So pretty much. Um, can't think of the program, but this is what it does. All right, think about this. Think about the, the possibilities and how crazy this is. So if they tell this program, this computer, they say, um, off the top of your head, I uh, draw me a picture of, <gasps> of Julie Hannigan sitting on they the- They told me that. He's sending me on the pictures. Moon. Yeah, yeah, you can tell it anything. And yeah. literally in seconds, it yeah, give you a D. It is. I'll pop. tell you what that's called because he does that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's crazy. He sent that's me that stuff, I think. and I haven't looked at it for a couple of weeks. We talked about it the last time. Oh my god, it's amazing. I told him to do um, a waterfall in tropical, luscious gardens there you with go. butterflies and birds, uh, right? Uh, tropical birds, and you wouldn't believe what it what it said. It was just remarkable. Yeah, and it's getting it's 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 exponentially getting better and better at a, at an alarming rate. And think about this: now all the, they don't need much of anyone's verbal uh, voice recording. Okay, we're all being recorded now, right? So they take a little bit of your voice. It's called Dolly, Dolly, D-A-L-L dash E. Well, that's actually a sub one of that. That that's that's I think that was in the article too. Okay. But the next thing is, 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 uh, is video. Okay. okay. Can you see that? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. That's cool. It's just is that the picture? Look at that. That's, that's AI generated. Put it up a little bit. 
up more. Oh wow! Let me see. Wow. Isn't that? It's, it looks real. Yeah, and there's absolutely. nothing real about it. Yeah, I know. That's scary. It is. Look at that one. Look at that one. It's just amazing. That's yeah. That's computer generated yeah. and uh, instantaneously. Like well, you said, it's just well, amazing. think about if they could think about this, All right? Because this is where this is where it's blows going. My mind. Just is, blows my mind is, like the fax machine. <laughs> yeah, this is the stuff. Uh, okay, so they say, hey, listen, I want, uh, and this is video now. I want Donald Trump saying these things in his voice at this point, and literally doing it just as fast as that, and giving you a yeah. thirty-minute video where you can't yeah. tell the difference. That's right. where it's going exponentially. Yeah. And what do you call that when you can see three D person and they're not really hologram. there? Hologram. Huh? Hologram. Yes. Mm. And they can do it with a hologram and it makes it look like that's the real person. You yeah. can take a picture and you can say he was there and he said it. I heard it. And it could it could not really be there. Yeah. Yeah. They were throwing. Freaking blows my mind. Hey, hey. I got to go get a glass of wine. Okay. Pause. Go me. for it. Uh, okay. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, that's you. Um yeah, so the craziness behind that was that this dude, and again, this is three weeks ago now, man, news so so much so fast, right? Where uh this dude from Google was saying, Hey, listen, man, it, you know, this is and he was explaining this is some scary stuff. He says he called it, he says it's already artificial intelligence. And so basically blowing the whistle and, and Google let him go. Google, Google let the guy do let the guy go. And now there's this big old, you know. <laughs> big old thing but yeah dude it's crazy I'm stuff you. you know it's everything is crazy to me yeah. right now from uh yeah i remember uh, playing all kinds of stuff hey. you know even <clears throat> well i was gonna say i remember playing simon as a kid and being amused yeah. with that four colors yeah, <laughs> dude, could a kid yeah. sit still for twenty minutes and play that? Oh, I heard that thunder too. I saw it outside my house. Oh, you did? I could bear. Yeah, you you saw. It. I didn't see yeah, it. So Cracks you. Yeah, I got to go look at my dark. my radar. You know, uh, but when you said those holograms, I don't know if you can remember this time period where, if you remember in the in the malls, right, the shopping malls, um, yeah. those three D pictures, right, where it. You couldn't see anything at first glance. They looked like almost fuzz on a TV screen. Uh, oh, interesting. Uh, I just reminded what's cool about that fuzz. But um, that uh, if you stared at it long enough, all of a sudden it would appear and you would see this 3D image. And once your eyes saw the 3D image, you could look around at the 3D image. It came out of the yeah. picture. Yeah. But, but then when you I lost it, it was that. gone. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they could put that in glass or something. That, that, those shots like started putting. A, my son got a, a a fob from somewhere that had a three D picture and I mean uh, image those, like that. Those were the start of holograms because yeah. after those they pictures, called it a hologram. What? Yeah, what they they were holographic uh, pictures. My, my yeah. had one of the Statue of Liberty on my wall. Yeah, it's great. But then they had those stores in the mall where they had them in glass, right? Yeah. And they had this one, I remember it spun around in a circle and it was this lady, right? This good looking lady. And she opened her blouse when she was faced away from you. 
But every time she came around to, to oh. where you could see her, she closed it. <laughs> and no matter how you went around it, the you whole time knew. Because oh, that's so it, yeah. funny. Yeah, so yeah, what yeah. if there's more than one person looking at it? They see what you see. They, it, it, it's, oh. it's from the per, your perception. Oh, yeah. That's funny. No, how do they yeah. do that? It's so it must crazy. be heat sensor, yeah. just like that. Remember that globe that you put your hands on it? And the, oh, and, I love that. Yeah, the yeah, electricity. Yeah. You no, know, that reminds me of fractals, a program I was talking about. And it, and it talks about holograms and if we live in the matrix and how that works. Because a, a, um, a hologram, if you cut a hologram into four and four pieces, right? I don't know if you know this. If you cut a hologram into four pieces, yeah. each fourth piece, all right, is the it becomes the exact same hologram, oh. just a smaller size. Oh, if you right. cut it into a hundred pieces, right. each hundred pieces is still the same exact thing, except yeah. a different scale. Uh, see, that's like, that's that that's going to mess with my brain, just like the vaccine. That's when we get into the little parts, right? It's, it, it's amazing stuff. I don't understand that at all, but. Oh man, it's wild. It's wild. And so the fuzz on the TV screen, this is cool because oh, yeah. we're talking the about static the static at the end when it's static, when it, right? Yeah. When um, it goes down. That's that's leftover microwaves from the birth of our universe. No way. Absolutely, that's what that is. Uh, those our devices pick pick up the microwaves from the Big Bang, and those are particles just bouncing, bouncing back really? and forth, and they're well, shooting that's right all through everything us. is. Yes. That's all everything is, is just particles. Yeah. I don't know, if, you know, if the word particles is the right word, but particles. Well, energy. Means, yeah, energy. whatever. Just just yeah. crazily dancing and bouncing and just yeah. and just all this, over the place. That's what, you know, everything does. This program, the, this program was trying to trying to prove uh, if there can. If, do you know? Forever and ever and ever, up till today, modern time, they've been trying to create absolute nothingness, right? Space is a vacuum. They take all the air out. Like, can their apps, can at any time there be nothing? And all the laws of nature as we know it will not allow us to create nothingness, right? And what's right. crazy is nothingness. So it all started this program, a lot of it over my head. I watched it twice. Great. But a lot of everything is nothingness. We've talked about this before, well, like an atom be itself. But they had said, well, that's the thing that I had just read uh, watching this on uh, the, the nothingness that we think is nothing, you know, mm -hmm. the space in between anything, mm -hmm. nothing mm -hmm. is, is the greatest source of energy. I mean, there's more there yeah. than anything yeah. else. You want to hear something? foundation <laughs> of energy and we think it's nothing. You want to hear something space crazy? So crazy. When they uh, check this out, when they um, when the closest they've gotten, okay, when they when they create a vacuum and they have nothingness and they pull everything out of that space, what happens is all of a sudden particles start coming in and out of existence. It, it like if you try to create nothing, particles come wow. in and out of existence by themselves, and it's a it's the yin and the yang, the negative. They say right. Where does it go? Where does it come from? And yeah. what happens is the minute it comes into existence, it can't exist. So the negative side of it pushes it back out of existence. Yeah, crazy. In and out. In beyond, and out. It comes from nowhere. Yeah. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. 
Well, oh, yeah, nowhere man. that they know now anyways. But, yeah. you know, it's who was it? Just, you know, we have we think we know so much. We have essentially no no real knowledge of anything because of I mean, look at even in the past, I don't know, five or 10 years. Look at the stuff that they have found that we had no idea existed. Yeah. And you know, and there's just so much more that we don't know. Even, even the, you know, what were they saying? Even the, even the color of, of, of things that we see, there's spectrums that we can't see. Yeah. There's different color. There's spectrums that we can't see. There's just like spectrums we can't hear. There are sounds that we can't hear. And there's, you know, and, and so we, yeah, it's just crazy when you really and how they learn about all this. I would just love to be have a brain like that. Yeah, that that's love to have a brain like that. Yeah, that's kind like, of that's that, borderline insanity, isn't it? That's why a lot of people did not uh, they they did not experience success back in the day when they were coming up with these theories and these experiments. It wasn't until long after they died and another smart genius came along and picked up their work and said, hey, listen, this guy was onto something. Yeah. And there have been Nobel Prize given to yeah. people post, uh, what it posthumously? Yeah. To people back in the day who lived very poorly, did nobody, th everyone thought right. they were crazy. Yeah. You know, and that it's fascinating to yeah. me how I know. that goes. But, yeah, I know. And, and that one was just on the quantum mechanics, right? Which is just right. You right. got to be really to try to explain to people, hey, listen, there's Can't these explain. little things, <laughs> you yeah. know, thing. No. But here we but are. But watching it is fascinating because, you know, even if you watch it, you know, the, these uh, scientists talking to each other about their papers and the paper, you know, and all this, you know, you don't understand most of it, but you get some drift of some things. Come here, yeah. you. Can you see him? Yeah, I see his big old butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you, get down. You're not supposed to be up here. You know that. Last time I saw that dude, he was like this big. Like you can hold him in your, your little yeah, hand. Yeah, right. He's a, he's with there. Let's see. They're, I think, 10 months old now. So they're almost regular size. Yeah. yeah. I, they certainly I, have their personalities now. I'll be honest. I drifted uh, within the past few weeks. I nonchalantly drifted into the SPCA. Uh, over in Pasco and looked at the kitties. And then, you uh, did. Yeah. And I almost. I almost think I, I made an excuse to go over to that area of the county just so I could hit it. I think it was Aww. a similar thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. They're my yeah. buddies. Yeah. And you know what? I particularly like it now that they're starting to get personalities because now you can really, um, you know, interact with them uh, based on who they are. So it's yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, little little bundles of joy. For sure. Yeah, they're not. And you know what? I, uh, you would think since I've raised them since they were three days old, that they would like to be held, but they don't. Well, the, the two, I call the two girls, the twins, I call them teacup black panthers because <laughs> 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 they are teacup black panthers. They yeah. look just like little black panthers. They're identical twins. But anyways, um, even they now have different personalities. I can tell who they are. They don't like to be, they, they don't like to be held at all. They like to be petted. They'll come around and communicate with you. They don't like to be held at all. He doesn't mind, but they don't, which is cool with me. 
Yeah. You know, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And I can tell the one likes water, the other likes the plants. And uh, yeah, so it's just fun. It's just fun. One of these days, you know, I remember telling you one fell in the pool. Do you remember that? I was talking with you on the phone. I no. wasn't talking to you on the phone when that happened. I don't believe so. No. So I was talking to somebody on the phone. Maybe it was Tom when my kitten fell in the pool. It came out. I mean, I, it was in the wintertime, too, because I had my solar blanket on it. And um, a little thing came out all wet. <laughs> and then that was not that was he and then she fell in a second time you know later on i don't you know uh i think because i think what happens is they think the solar blanket was ground oh and, and went wow. on that but anyway she's still fascinated with water and i swear one of these days i'm going to get her to come in the pool with me yeah. she sits there and watches me in the pool it's so cute yeah and um no uh you had told me we were talking when there was uh there was a snake in your yard never did see him again no then no. they never they never killed him and, and presented him to you no they no. sure they sure find the little lizards though do they where do they yeah. them? do they have a spot you know no now that you mention it maybe that the lizards probably climb behind a plant and die somewhere because I don't really see them around. Yeah. I see them. What happens is I know that all three of them um, and are together and circling, which I know is a lizard because yeah. I've gone out there when they're circling something, they all laying on the ground together, just playing with something. And uh, so maybe they just paw it. Maybe they don't really kill it, but if they do, uh, maybe they're not on the spot. Maybe they eat it. I don't know. What do you think? Do cats eat lizards? Uh, they won't continue to do it, but they'll try it a couple times, you know. Mm. But generally, not, I don't find the dead ones out there, so I don't know what mm. happens to them. Well, they're still growing up too. A lot of times, and if you have more than one, so you got three too. A lot of times, one will will be the the hunter. You know, it won't be all three of them. Generally, they'll play with them. They'll learn what they are. They won't be interested. But one, at least one. If it's all three, you never know. Um, but they'll they'll start to kill if they can get a bird, if they can get a lizard, if they get all these things later as they as they mature, and they start hunting them as get down off of there as one. It's natural for them. That's what they are. They're little hunters. And two, they'll they'll usually present them to their own. Yeah, right? my other ones did that. For you. I have to tell you the story. As a matter of fact, I was in college at the time. Um, and in, in, I had a, a, a short story creative writing class, and I actually wrote about this. He's been a good as. Anyways, um, what happened was I had two cats. Uh, I had a male cat, and I had a uh, a long haired male cat, and a short haired black female cat. Um, sort of like I have now, except I have two feet black female cats. But so I'm, I'm I'm sitting out back at the pool watching, and I lived down a ravine, and. Um, and they, and they came in and out. These cats stay in the, in the Lanai area, but my other cats went outside uh, in the day. And so he, so she, um, I see her carrying a mouse from my next door neighbors in the ravine and she lets it go and she bats it back and forth and catches it again and, and carries it around. And, and she walks, she walks past me, you know, up to the other side of the house um, instead of, you know, the, 
the faster side, but she walked all the way around. I'm watching her. And then I, I run in the house to my bedroom window to, to see what she was doing on the side of the house and, and watching her. I, I knew she was going to bring it over to me. Right. I knew she was going to do that, but I'm watching her. And then I look out my bedroom window and there he is. He, and she's, and she's, she has it in the mouth. And then uh, I see him walk right up to her and whack her with his paw mm. on the side of the head. She drops the mouse. It goes running. He chases it down. And the next thing I know, he's bringing it to my front porch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little bastard. Yeah. I saw that whole thing. So I'm wise to you. So I don't think for a second that's your catch. Yeah. She did it, you little thief. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. that was funny. Yeah, uh, that's, that was funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you should I, get uh, a cat. You should get a cat. Yeah. Uh, something. Bad boy. You know. You're a bad boy. You stay down now. It's funny, too. Um that they know they're not supposed to be someplace because they don't, you know, like on the table, on the counters, whatever. They know yeah. I get really mad at them. If I see them up there, if they see me and they're up there, they'll jump down. Yeah. But I have cameras and not when I'm not around, they're up there. Yeah. Huh. But they won't get, they won't get up there if I'm around here. He just did just now because I don't know, but he did. I saw him over there. Do you, uh, do you ever give him any catnip and play around? Yeah. With oh, that's what the <laughs> other thing I was going to say. So I've got this cat tree over there um, in, in front of this. I got this big slider that goes looks outside, but I got this cat tree and it has it has three levels. And then there's that top one. And they all want the top one. Yeah. So uh, and they kind of vie for it. And then so one will sleep up there. And if the other ones come up and they want to take a nap now. They'll wake that one up and start batting around and you'll see them start, you know, playing around and see if they can get the other one down. If the other, if you know, whoever wins. So sometimes the one that's there wins and the other ones climb down or get on the lower one. And sometimes they lose and the other one takes the top one. And it's this thing that they got going on. And it's so funny watching them. Really funny watching them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you're, kids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're very lucky. I've never, uh, Never had uh, a, a, a bunch of them like that, but you know, not a you know, my last cat Zena, uh, the Warrior oh, Princess. Hey, I want to hear about Zena, the Warrior Princess, but I have to do something because it's starting to rain and I have to move my plants under. Okay, uh, pause me. Sure. Woo, you know, get... I tell you what. Uh huh. Um, July and August are very, very difficult to keep, um, small plants, um, healthy and alive because of the humidity and the rain. So, you know, you know how I love seeds and I grow from seeds and, uh, um, uh the little plants need nurturing. And while they love the rainwater and the lightning, I keep them outside and the sun, uh, their little roots can get root rot real fast and they can get, um, fungus from being so humid. So I have them on these little carts. So I put them out in the sun and let them get a little rain, but I can't let them get too much. Cause they'll. So, uh, what kind of, you do quite a bit of gardening there, right? Are you growing 
well, just plants. Do you grow produce and things to eat, tomatoes and stuff like that in your garden yeah. and use well, them that's for cooking? Hard. That's very, very hard this time of year because of it, uh, because of the fungus mostly and the rain and the root rot. But, um, um, but yes, um, it takes forever for tomatoes to ripen in Florida because it's so hot. It really takes cooler weather, you know, uh, but I do, I but I get a lot this- of peppers. I yeah. do a lot of I do a lot of peppers. I was thinking yeah, I meant to bring this up uh when we had breakfast the other day. Um if uh if you ever use or if you're interested in uh compost, and the reason yeah. I bring it up is as I'm uh I'm juicing again. I'm doing a juice cleanse. Oh, God. Yeah. I bought a new juicer, it's badass, I love it. And you know, I've got these bags that I ordered for Amazon and they're compost bags, right? Oh, I love it. So basically I get the juice in all the leftover stuff and I'm, I'm, I don't really variate. So it's all pulp from yeah. uh, kale, celery, cucumbers, carrots, but it's all yeah. the pulp. Cool. And it, it's, I just tie off these um, compost bags. When I lived over off Luna Vista, um, I used that compost for gardening in my backyard there a little bit. And in fact, the previous owner had a compost, uh, an actual thing built back there, which made me think about the whole idea of composting. But anyways, uh, I forgot to bring it up with you because while I'm juicing, I'm going to have a lot of that compost. I would love it. Tell me this. What would be... Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I have this, I ha- you know, I have this little compost bin. I got to tell you, you know, it's really funny because... You know, I'm serious about it. Yeah. But I'm, I'm easygoing about it. Yeah. And in the fact that outside of my lanai where I, I plant, I have wildlife. So I have box turtles and I have bunny rabbits and mm-hmm. birds. Yeah. And uh, well, they like eating my, my flowers and my plants. So at first, when I go out there and plant them, you know, and they eat them up, I get, ah, oh, damn it. But then, you know what? I'm just feeding them and they're around and I really enjoy that. So I, I have this little compost and it's, uh, uh, and, and it's funny because it's a, um, it's a, I cut out the bottom of this trash can and I put it in the, I put it in, I buried it a little half of it down. So it's just like in there and I, and I throw things in that, but those turtles, man, you wouldn't believe how they can pound hit that and they'll hit it and they'll hit it until it falls over and then they'll eat what's ever inside it. Yeah. So I let them do that. I figured, you know, if they're going to go through that energy and that commitment to get <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I told you the battle that my neighbor was having for a while with the squirrels. I ended up buying her that oh, water yeah. gun. You know, I bought her a water gun so she uh, could, uh, you know, squirt, them sh- out. squirt the yeah. little squirrel. You know, the other day, not the other day, this is a few weeks ago now, but you were talking about all the wildlife behind my place here. I swear to you, and it was raining kind of like it is now. There was uh, two squirrels on the ground foraging. Right next to them, there was uh, two of those blue herons. There was two of these ducks that hang out in the little pond behind my house with these very orange bills. There was two doves, and there was two of those little white cranes. There was literally a little Noah's Ark behind my house. And there was two, 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 two. And it was like, they were all very hunched up close to each other. Squirrels were eaten and they're kind of just minding their own business. Yeah, They're back there a lot. You know, um, Kelly has backs up to woods Mm -hmm. and I don't know if that, you know, but she takes, she's a rescuer. Yes. So she rescues 
creatures and then she releases them in the woods yeah. but they still come and visit her and uh so you know uh you know she has this uh, lanai in a pool but they keep breaking into her lanai well and the pool has a leak so uh it keeps leaking and i told you that story just earlier today but they keep they keep coming back so um while they live out in the woods uh they come back and she like she still hand feeds them she's got raccoons and opossums and squirrels and i call her snow white I mean, her back, her back porch is, you know, they carry, they, they bring stuff into her, whatever they find out there, they carry into her. Yeah. So she's always finding stuff in her back porch. And, uh, and she has cameras out there. She takes videos of them. And, but, but, you know, most people would think, oh, that's crazy. And, and it's her world. She loves every second of it. She yeah. couldn't do anything else but have that. So we call her Snow White. And yeah. so it's just like Noah's Ark. She has, she, you know, they, the raccoons come feed right out of her hand and the opossums are, that's just so funny. She's just, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, 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 I can relate. I've known, <laughs> I knew this guy, Adrian, actually my girlfriend's brother, Adrian, and his girlfriend, Aaron. It was the first time, this was a long time ago, I had just gotten back. Uh, I'd been home from the Navy for maybe a year, maybe two. And so I was, it's like my first or second girlfriend back, Amy, and uh, met her brother. And then we would hang out with them sometimes. And they, their house, when I first met them, I got chewed up by fleas before they moved. Oh. But And then the second time they had a flea problem, but they took care of it. Yeah. But they had, they, they were, Adrian had, uh, snakes Ugh. and they had like six or seven ferrets and mm. i mean they just had all these exotic to me they were like exotic reptile type creatures yeah. um yeah. and that was their world man they yeah. loved it they loved it and i would yeah. cringe <laughs> cringe ah! well i i just i couldn't I would do it i went i you know Hey, listen. Uh, it would drive me crazy. But my even my little box turtles and bunny rabbits could drive uh, people crazy. Sure. People like what they like, right? Uh, absolutely. I mean, I'm an animal guy. You know that. I love the. I love going over there to hang out because that's their mess. Yeah. Right. <laughs> when I went home, I went home to my clean place, and that's all I could because it it smelled like a zoo when you went in their house, and I was like, but hey, it, they that that was them. They loved it. You know, and uh, they were very, very cool people. I actually was friends with him long after uh, me and her broke up. Um, so, um, but I yeah, like never... people and their horses. My, like oh, the horse horses. thing. I knew a girl. Yeah, Katrina. She she loved those horses more than people. Yeah, one hundred percent. The people that love animals, like the people we're talking about, love those animals way more than people. Yeah. <laughs> There's like not even a comparison. Any yeah. person that's really crazy over animals like that would would have them hands down over over people. Yeah. So you were telling me about what's her name? The princess, the warrior. Oh, Zena. Zena. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. my that was my that's last cool. cat. Yeah. 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 What was I saying about her? I don't what know. I... You started a story, but mm. I interrupted you because I had to move my plants. Oh, uh, yeah. Zena, the, we're, we're uh, you'll think of something. it. She was know. a little. She was a little black cat. You said. No, no. She was oh. a little striped cat. She. Well, like you know a... what I learned? What I was I was shocked to death. Mm -hmm. You know, every black cat is really a striped cat underneath. Mm. And you see black, but they're really striped. Mm. And I thought, no way, no way, no way, no way. So I'm looking and looking and looking, 
And it wasn't until I'm out of town and got my black cats on camera close up that I saw their stripes underneath mm. their black. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them. Huh. Yeah, you can see it. I can't see it now, but in that in that camera, I could see it. Yeah. Some some through the lighting and the video, it just had that proper see. angle. You could see their stripes. Yeah. Wow, that's fascinating. That is fascinating. Yeah. And I wouldn't have looked for it until somebody said that, and I was looking, looking, looking. I said, "They're full of shit." Hmm. That ain't happening, and it did, and it did. Yeah. And then after I saw that at certain at certain angles, now with certain light, certain way on the on the hips and legs, back legs, I can see stripes, even through their black. But most of the time, you can't. But it's really cool that they said it, it was really there and you can't really see it with your naked eye. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, that's really cool. So and what's 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 cool about that is they're they're not born with stripes and then they turn black. No. They're black. Yeah. But the stripes are underneath there somewhere. All black Always. cats, they said stripes are underneath. Hmm. I know. I don't know what's up with that. That's something to be investigated. But yeah. I, I heard that on, because I watch these cat things now to learn about. I got one cat that bends its tail, bends its tail at the end. What does that mean? And then both, so they have these behaviors. I got to start looking them up. And so when I'm reading about things, they have peculiar, pe peculiar habits and traits and what they mean. They mean, you, they, they have characters and their, you know, their body language tells a little bit about them. So. You know, uh, I had... Uh... Uh, before Xena, I had a cat. Her name was Zelda. Uh, <laughs> she was a, a princess too. Um, <clears throat> but yeah. um, I would bathe her and I would, uh, several times I shaved her coat. I, sh I completely shaved her. Oh, oh just me and her. Oh, those were some, some, some interesting days. Uh, Why would you do that? I don't know. I just wanted to do it. Give her a haircut. And the, it Did was like, like her, it? not the first time. No. It, it, <laughs> and we were like halfway through it. I, and I was staring at her and say, listen, we got to finish this now. I said, I can't, we're, we're going to get through this. And it was like, it took a few hours. We had to keep pausing and I was talking to her and letting her know. But I tell you what, by the third time, she, she, she didn't mind it at all. Why did you keep doing that? I mean, what was, why would you, well, I mean, what caused you to do that? Uh, she had very, she had this very, very thick fur. Oh, and I just, I wanted to, I, I wanted to see, uh, I, I wanted to sh shave her and give her a haircut and, <laughs> you know, and, and cool her off in the summertime. Yeah. All right. But, all right. Um, two things. One, she used till the day for the rest of her life. I only did it a handful of uh, three times when she was uh, still growing up. She has the soft, softest fur of any, any other cat yeah. ever. So had something to He's do with like that. that. Yeah. And then second, I would, I did this every time because the first time I did it just off the spur of the moment. So I shaved her completely, except at the very tip of her tail, I left like, I left the ball of hair. Oh. And she would chase her. She would chase her own <laughs> tail. She would play with her tail all day long, right? And so I I put that on her every time. She loved it. She would play with her own tail. And then it would grow back. And then, you know, that was that. But um, yeah, that was Zelda. But you know, uh, Xena, she was a Hemingway. And 
Uh, I'll show you a photo of her one time, but she had seven toes mm. on each of her front paws. Mm. Okay. One, it was almost like two thumbs. She had a regular thumb and then a little thumb and then an extra toe. Wow. And then the other five. So Hemingway's, wow. they have six generally, but she had seven. Wow. And it looked like she had boxing mitts for her hands. That's they, they were uh, improportionate to the rest of her body. Yeah. She had two little oh. back feet and these oh. big old paws. Wow. Cool. And That's no cool. brakes, no brakes at all. She could run, but she had no brakes. She would slide oh. and, just, <laughs> and then just go. She no brakes. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, she stopped by running into stuff. Yeah, and, my kids do that. Yeah. I buy rugs. But I guess we started when I was talking about her. She left me gifts all the time. Uh -huh. She was a killer. She was a massacre. And again, she used those paws. I never, you know, I, uh, she, I left her claws. She was an indoor outdoor cat. So she had her weapons yeah. and she was a little hunter and she was a small cat, but just uh, something about those front boxing mitts and her uh, strong front arms, man. She just, she hunted all the time and she would leave them in specific places for me. Oh, is the, that right? Yep. Yep. Always in the same spot. The birds would go in one spot. Lizards would go in oh, one spot. Oh, so funny. Yeah. yeah. So did be... you congratulate her? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Sure. Why not? Yeah. You know? um... <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, it's good. funny when the, my cats gather around a little lizard. I always feel sorry for the lizard. But, you know, I mean, that's that's kind of the circle of life. So, you know, it yeah. is what it is. I can't interrupt that, you know. Yeah. So I let them do their thing. I watched a praying mantis the other day devour. Really? Yeah. He devoured a, a live caterpillar. And you want to talk about brutality. You know, I think that lizard has it easy. This yeah. caterpillar. Oh, wow. Is not having a good day. Um, and the praying yeah. mantis had he had him there was he yeah. wasn't it's like the bears he had no desire to kill it he's just eating it oh. that's it so the caterpillar is alive for 15 minutes eat. as the until he finally dies and then the, yeah. the, the, the praying mantis finishes him off yeah you know talk about a brutal way to to to, to, yeah. to, to go being eaten yeah. alive by another animal i told you that before i I'll go uh, a cat any day versus a bear because a cat will get a hold. I'm talking about big mountain lion or something uh -huh. out whether I'm hiking and the first they're going to go for my neck. Like I'll try to fight him off. But if he kills me, his goal is to kill me before he does anything with me. Right. And that's how I want to be eaten. Dead. <laughs> that's good to know, Erica. I want, I, want to, <laughs> I want to put up a fight. And I went out swinging and he kills me and I'm not around. You know for what? The rest. You don't want to be eaten alive. No, no. That's not your gig. No. Those uh those That's bears, funny. those bears, those grizzlies, especially out west, man, those big ones. I remember when I was a kid, um, I think it was Yosemite. No, was it Yosemite? What a, anyways, um, there, and I have a picture of it too. And we were in a country squire uh, station wagon with a wood paneling on the side. Remember those in the 60s? <laughs> yeah. 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 National Lampoon's vacation. Yeah. It was like yeah, that. Right. Absolutely. It was green without wooden siding. Wooden. Oh, Anyways. I um, love it. Yeah. So uh, we were we were there before we set up camp because we were pulling a camper. 
Uh, and there was bears at the side of the road, you know, and I have it. The windows were up, but that nose was right at our, our window. Mm. And then uh, we camped and then uh, we, we were, uh, they got into our, into our campsite and, you know, opened up our cooler and, and took all the food out of that. And the, the, yeah. They didn't touch us. We were just inside this camper, you know, they probably could have. Right. Yeah. So that was kind of scary. I was kind of freaked out as a little kid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah. Especially, I mean, out West boy, those are bears. Those are big. I mean, a, I wouldn't want to stumble across an adult black bear either in Virginia somewhere, or even down here in Florida, I've seen black bears, small ones, you know, they're scared of us, but, but even a a big one, you know, he's pushing 200 pounds. Yeah. 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 I don't know. No, thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) But when you're those big bears and, and, and it's funny because you're talking about that car and it just reminds me of the movies of the time and, and Chevy Chase and Great Outdoors and Dan Aykroyd and all those movies where they would, be with those bears yeah <laughs> and they're comedies of course you know yeah. but you know uh in fact you know not to get morbid but hey man it's it's the deal one of those bears i was in a lot of those movies uh i watched that special where uh you know the the trainer had his had his cousin in there or one of his his cousin i think it was his cousin in there and all of a sudden the bear just you know, this is a well-trained bear, did all these movies, like very smart, loving bear. But hey, he just decided something's wrong with this dude. <laughs> he grabbed wow. him by the neck and slung him. Wow. It was that fast. And wow. you see the video and he comes over, gets the bear and the dude died. I mean, wow. he ripped his throat out. Yeah. Wow. And uh Sadly, I think they ended up putting the bear down, but um, you know what? You got to question why they do that. I mean, it's like, it's their natural instinct. So it's just, I I know. And they did Uh, it. I mean, killing it isn't going to undo that. I know. You just don't, you know, don't trust the bear anymore. Just let them don't have your, you shouldn't trust the bears anyways, you know? Well, that's, and then the video they have. Okay. So the trainers, he raised the bear. He handles the bear. Um, he he knows how the bear, like whatever it takes to be those guys are crazy anyway. People that that get into cages with yeah. killers. But anyway, his cousin was in there. And in the video, the cousin's standing there. He's nervous. He's not experienced. He has no idea what he's doing. He's smiling. And he's just standing there still. And the bear's sitting next to him. And the guy says something to him. And he looks up at him. And he just, you could tell in the video that the bear just acted out of instinct. For whatever oh, reason, he did. This is the guy that was killed. Yeah, oh. the bear, like he, the, he, he saw that he could he, take this person on. He, he oh. was, he was in charge here. Or he felt like something was wrong. Like the dude was just, he wasn't yeah. natural. He was scared, and that bear yeah. felt it, and something yeah. kicked in naturally, and he just. Yeah. And by wow. the time the trainer got the bear off, and. Wow. I think he, I think he hit him with a cattle prod or something like that. His, his buddy was on the ground. I think it was his cousin too, which is very, very sad, but you know, that's why I listen. Hey, I'm ever at a party. I'm ever somewhere. I ever have a family member and they've got a tiger in their backyard. Yeah, You ain't going to pay me no amount of money yeah. to go sit by the tiger. <laughs> you know, it's really funny. There's been a couple instances in my life that, you know, I can, I can tell you two pretty, prominent ones that I remember one was in Hawaii actually. And, um, there was this shopping mall. I mean, it was, 
you know, inside, uh, I mean, it was a shopping mall and all these little places around wasn't big at all. Um, but it lost power and I'm in the middle of this place. And my instinct said, get out now. Mm. And I, first thing I did is head for the door to get out because that was my instinct. Everybody else was just standing around, standing around, standing around. Um, and another, and another time, uh, I was at a home Depot here. I'm in a home Depot and the fire alarm goes off. So I, I leave. I think I was the only one that responded to the fire alarm and left. Yeah. And uh, I forget what the one other time it was, but I also know, and I didn't understand at first uh, that I did this until somebody pointed it out to me and I, and I do it every time I go to some place where there, you know, except for if I haven't a choice, but I, there was a lot of seminars and a lot of, you know, functions that I would go to throughout the, all the years. And I would always find a seat right near the door. Yeah. yeah I would absolutely. never go to the, I would never go to the front, never go to the way back, never sit in the middle. I'd yeah. always find a seat close to the door. Absolutely. So, yeah. But, um, uh, but it's, it, it, you know, people say, oh, you're just paranoid, but it was, it was like, an, not a conscious no. thing. It was just a, yeah. That's to me, that's a, that's a skill. That's a God given gift to be aware of your surroundings, to, to have self-preservation. Oh, Absolutely. the other one, let me tell you this. Um, I was at my cousin in, in Clearwater and uh, I was driving to their house and going through the neighborhood, I saw cops everywhere, absolutely everywhere on every corner, on every street. And I pulled up into Doug's house and Pam was there and they were sitting outside on their picnic table. Mm -hmm. And I said, you guys, let's go inside. Cops are everywhere. Something's happening here. And they're, they're poking fun at me. You're paranoid. We're not going inside. And I said, that I'm not staying. And they're <laughs> laughing at me and laughing at me. Yeah. And I left because they're outside. There's a freaking cop on every corner in this neighborhood and they're outside and they think I'm nuts. Mm -hmm. I said, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm out of here. I, I ain't staking or staying around for this drama. Yeah. Somebody's on the loose in this neighborhood. I'm telling you, man, people are silly. <laughs> You know, back I, don't, with, I still don't know what happened there, but there is no way I was going to find out. I mean, uh, you no, know, of course not. You know, uh, back in the day when, uh, you know, we talked about we've been different people in our life many times over. But a lot of people I associated with numerous times throughout my life uh, up to date. Um, first off, I'm the I'm the king. I'm the king of not saying goodbye. They always say you just disappear. Like yeah, I did that too. Yeah, yeah. I I'll tell you what, too. I've done that many, many times, many times over. Okay, I do it for multiple reasons. 
one, of course, right? Is it, why waste your time saying goodbye to everybody? Just sneak out, right? But yeah. mo- more of the time, I it's intuition. It's instincts. I feel something ain't right. Oh. Getting out of the situation. Oh. I'm dipping. Yeah. A lot of things have happened at social events, parties, oh. things. After and the that. next day, I'll hear like something crazy went down. See that? Wow. And I was gone. And wow. everyone's like, where's Eric? Where'd he go? No, I get a, I get an intuition yeah. in my gut. I'm yeah. out of there. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, good you for know. you. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's energy. There's vibes around. I mean, people yeah. think that's crazy, but you kind of sense things. Yeah, and in in any environment where there's a lot of people, a convention or some of those things that you talked about, absolutely, I'm very cognizant of where I'm going to sit, where are the exits, how can I get out of here? Yeah. You yeah. know, sometimes parking's like that. You know, I'm do you gonna... know what happened? <laughs> I actually did this once. On uh, I had a date on New Year's Eve once, <laughs> and <laughs> I've never done this before, but I ditched them. And it was uh, I I I just came. In, I, I just and we were there, and uh, something went right. Yeah. I just it was not cool. It yeah. was not right. And I wasn't there for long and I just, I, I, I meandered away and never came back. There was, I don't know. I can't tell you what it was, but just something was not right. (laughs) I have no idea. Maybe it was paranoia. Maybe it was whatever. Hey, listen, paranoia is, there's a reason. It's not just a fabrication. Paranoia is, is one of our- There's some people that are paranoid for no reason, (laughs) but I'm not like one of them. True. Yeah. But, but 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 you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. when you're paranoid, there's a reason. Yeah. It's a, it's a sense. It was like, a hey, sense. listen, it something, ain't, something ain't right here, man. You can right say, here. just like your friends, they're like, oh, you're being paranoid. Yeah. Well, okay, see you later. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you sit here. But I'm not a paranoid person. It's just that right. if I feel uncomfortable, I, I, I'm I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm going to act on my. Hey, I, I, yeah, I, I, you know, self-preservation, man. I'm the person, if there's a sidewalk in a street, all right, I see this all the time. I know you do too. I'm going to walk on the sidewalk. I'm not going to walk in the street. Right. There's a sidewalk. I tell you what. You're asking to be hit. You're walking in the street. There's a I sidewalk. You, I, I don't, I don't, it makes no sense to me. I tell and they're you just what. nonchalant. Like, oh, nothing's going to happen to me. I'll tell you what. I will give you an exception to that rule. Mm-hmm. And I am always walking on the sidewalk instead of the street. And it drives me crazy mm-hmm. when people walk in the streets. But I remember way back when my, I think my son was a baby at the time and he was sick and I had to go and get him some medication from a drugstore. And this, we lived in LA at the time and it was really late at night and I parked, I had to park in the street and walk. And I had the choice of walking on the sidewalk. And I chose to walk right down the middle of the street because mm-hmm. anybody could see me. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't any cars around anyways, but I felt if I walked down the sidewalk, anybody could come out from any, any behind any car or behind any building or any doorway and snatch me. And I was scared shitless. Yeah. So I walk right down the middle of the street like I own the joint. Well, you, you know, you're you, two things there. One, uh, there's ex- always exceptions to the rule. All right. <laughs> and that exception being your self-preservation told you to walk in the center for that situation. 
right? I guess when I was saying that story, it was daytime. Yeah. And people were, yeah. Well, but, I had but again, all the time in this. My hey, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you an exception to the rule here. Okay. Uh, I was in, I think it was my first, <laughs> I was in a rollover. I rolled uh, a Nissan that I had. Stupid. Uh, again, fresh out of the Navy, early 20s, racing down Waters Avenue in Tampa. And without going into a whole event, I flipped the car like 13 times, hit a bunch oh, of trees. Shit. And I'm here today because I wasn't wearing my seatbelt. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you the whole thing another time. But when I was a kid, uh, my dad, you know, he's a hot rodder and everything. So uh, with muscle cars and stuff. And he would race again. Hey, you know, don't fault the guy, whatever. Maybe it's different times. But with me in the car sometimes, little kid. And this would have been his uh, El Caminos probably um, from going by memory. And he always said, he always told me to get down in the wheel well. He, he, he'd say, get down in the wheel well. Oh, when, he, wow. when he was doing something stupid in, the, in, in, his, wow. in his car. And time slowed, okay? The events leading up to it. But as I was sliding out, and I saw, I felt the inevitable was about to happen. With your dad when you were a no, kid? No, in this car wreck. Uh, okay, in your I was car wreck when you In my rolling. car wreck where I just flipped. That Isn't I'm that what happened? Because I flipped a car too and it was in slow motion. Yeah. And, and, and I remember skidding one way, almost recovering, skidding the other way. And then my tire hit the center median, folded out. And then I no longer had control of the car. Probably still doing 85, 90 miles an hour. Again, racing, being stupid. And as I was drifting off the side of the road and I saw those trees coming, I dove into the wheel well, the oh, passenger wow. side wheel well. I dove in there. And uh, wow. the first tree that I hit, boom, I bounced in that wheel well. The car turned and it hit sideways the second tree. I came up into the bottom of the dash the tree came through the front windshield i mean that's I, that's where when my dad go to went to get the car the lady started crying when she saw the car she thought his son had died in this accident and she was like no he's fine don't worry he's like consoling her right but literally and the carnage after that i bounced around but i was if i had wow. been sitting up with a seatbelt. Yeah, it was an open wow. car too. There's no airbags or nothing anyway. Yeah. I would have been, they said hands down. There's no way I would have survived. Wow. I was down in that wheel well. Yeah, wow. Crazy. So I would get exception to the rule. Right. You and know? not only that, you know, the fact that your dad did what he did back in those days, you know. I know. I know. There's a lot going There's on a, there. And you know that that's the thing. I always, always, always say that. You don't know what would have happened down the road, not traveled. Yeah. You can't say, oh, oh, if only I did this, everything would have been this way because you have no clue. So the, tra the way you went and the circumstances you end up with could be far, 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 far better than if you would have taken that other fork in the road, how many zillion other times it presented itself. Yeah. So you never know, man. Yeah. I know. It's fascinating. I, I that is. That is so cool to me. You know, it reminds me of it reminds me of when my I have two brothers, an older brother and a younger brother. And way back when, uh, when we got our first um tape recorder. You remember the tape recorders? Yeah, of course. And we had the little mic 
Oh yeah. I love that thing. So um, we would start a story and then we'd stop and then we would hand the mic over. So the next person could continue with the story and the next person can continue with the story and you never know which way the story went. Oh, that leads me to uh, another thing. Oh, and I really, really like this. Really, really like this. Um, I watched a movie I don't know, last night, night before. And it reminded me of another movie. I don't remember the name of this movie, but it reminded me of another movie with uh, Gwyneth Paltrow that was called The Looking Glass, where she uh, was, something was happening in her life. She had a, and she had to uh, be someplace and she was running down the subway stairs and, and she broke her heel and, and she ran back to get her shoe. And by doing that, she missed her, uh, subway the the but uh, the the train and she couldn't get to her destination and so it the movie continued on and uh and until you see what happened with her life then and then during midway through the movie it backed up and it took her back on those stair that stairwell going down to the subway train and this time she makes it mm. and then it shows you her life after that so um, and, and, and similar to this movie that I just saw that at first, uh, you know, I, you know, uh, I, I was watching this movie and I didn't understand it because I saw her do this. And then I saw her do that. And I'm wondering what, what am I, what am I not getting here? But it had her two storylines going on at the same time. Yeah. You know, what happened was, uh, she had a night with this guy and she was in the bathroom at this party and she was with her friend and she took a pregnancy test and at the pregnancy test, uh, deciding what she was going to do with this, uh, baby cause she was pregnant. So, uh, it showed on, uh, you know, it, it showed one decision going this way and having the baby, another decision going this way. And the movie, you know, showed what the different lives are going to be. And in both scenarios, uh, the, this, this one more than Gwyneth Paltrow one uh, with Gwyneth Paltrow showed one being a little bit better than the other one, meaning on that case, uh, the big event that she was going to go to and this great job that she was going to get uh, that she missed the first time that when she when she lost her shoe in the subway the second part of her life was so much better mm. than actually getting that wonderful job she was so eager for. But on this other case, on this other movie um, where, you know, she didn't have the baby on, on, on the one vein and on the other one she did um, and, it, and it went on and it showed the, the movie and what happened in her life. It was, she was equally as happy and equally as sad and, equally have the you know the traumas and equally have the so it was it didn't matter yeah which way it went yeah so it's interesting i I just like that kind of stuff i do too i do too uh as you're as you're explaining that that uh the looking glass and the other which i haven't seen uh those uh but uh, remind me of other movies that i that are kind of like that that touch on those same things right you know uh one I th- i'll mention two so the time machine it's a timeless story it doesn't matter which version the book which movie version you've seen but his girlfriend dies back in the day he discovers how to he creates a time machine because he wants to save his girlfriend and no matter what he does she yeah. still dies right no matter what he does and it changes right. everything so he ends up 
going into the future right. and it's a, it's a great story yeah but that but many movies always kind of touch on that that you can't yeah. change yeah you know once it's happened it's happened so and, yeah. and of course he goes mad and all that stuff but the other one was family guy i kept thinking of oh. this one talking about uh, uh gwyneth paltrow because yeah some of nick's Nicholas Cage's movies I really like yeah. and that one is it's 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 a it's yeah. a, it's kind of a tearjerker I, like, I like it because he he um the whole premise was that he's going overseas and they're at the airport and she tells him to stay like she's getting her dissertation in college he's going over here oh, I'll be back you know I'm just gonna take this job and come back and we'll start our lives together and that's it she goes one way goes the other and then in the future He's this prominent businessman, highly successful, but with no family. And then, yeah. you know, so what happens is this angel grants his wish. He does something and puts him, what if he stayed at the airport and he uh, wakes up and he has his family with kids and he's going nuts. But then through the course of the movie, he, he falls in love with the boys. He realized he loved her. He's, he wished yeah. he never left. And then at towards the end, the guy puts him back in his, where he was. And he's, he, he, he you know, he wants to stay there. Yeah. With a crazy so, family. Yeah. With yeah. the family. He, he rather it be that way. He'd yeah. rather be broke and, and working for her dad at the auto shop, yeah. selling tires because he had this beautiful family and these beautiful <clears throat> kids. Right. You know, you know what? <clears throat> you know what happened at the end of that? Well, no. What? I wished he could stay. He couldn't stay. So he went back. But uh... what he did is he called her. And they ended up reconnecting uh, him and she was about to get on a plane. She was, uh, she was highly successful too. She didn't have the family. So neither uh, one of them had the family uh, and she's rushing. She just sold her New York apartment. Da, da, da. And he's like, well, what if you, what if you just didn't get on the plane? What if we just had coffee and you just said F it and you didn't get on the plane and they ended up talking and it just, it shows them that they're, yeah. that's they're they're going to yeah. start later. This is, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Same long lines. You know, it's what you know, you... the thing of it is too, and that's part of the thing that's so hard um, at this point in my life, you know, running a business and getting people started and you have to get them motivated. Yeah. You know, they're hungry and they should be. And, you know, what, you know, their idea of successes and, and, you know, running after that mighty dollar. And that thing that I read to you early that most people don't realize that that's not really what it's all about. No. And we're taught, I mean, the Western world teaches you that. And it's just, it's just, it's, you know, it, those cliches, you know, you can't take it with you. And then what is that other one? He who has the best, the most toys wins. It ain't true. Mm -hmm. And that, and, and, and it's, um, and then, so we, when we talk about success, I hate even that word success, because if you ask anybody, any Western person, anybody that's, you know, 45 or younger, 40 or younger, 50 or younger, what success means, they won't, they won't know really. No, no, you'll get generic answers. Even if you ask people, who are they? Like, who are you? Like, who are yeah. you? Yeah. A lot of people can't even answer that right no. away. And it's like, oh, well, they say they, they, they go by and this is like, like, they'll say, well, my name is this and yeah. I'm, and I'm this. I'm a label and right? I'm a label. Right. Yeah. Like, no, but, but who, who are you? Like what, yeah. what, what fulfills you? What do you yeah. want to do? Like, yeah. what's your Do you know, passion? and I talked to my, 
Actually, the last time I was at my oncologist, we talked about this uh, in on uh, an offhand way because what the reason was he he said that um, he he and his wife and his two small children were going on vacation, and but she was going to leave with them first, and he was going to be home for a while by himself, and so I relayed a story to him that when um, uh, I was a single mom and one of my children was eight and the other one was five and they were going to go visit their paternal grandparents in Florida um, for a week. And I was going to be home without my kids for a week. And so two things, I was so freaking happy. I couldn't believe it. And, and I had to sh tell everybody, well, wait a minute, don't get me wrong. I love my kids. It's not that. It's just that not having the responsibility for a week is like the coolest thing that you can't ever imagine since I had a kid since I was 20 years old. Right. Yeah. And uh, uh, so so that was and then after they left and I wasn't married anymore and I came home from work and my house was still clean. And I didn't have to make anybody dinner and I didn't have to give baths and I didn't have to do homework and I didn't have to do anything like that. I, I came home and I sat on the couch. I can remember this so clearly thinking to myself, okay, you can do anything you want. So what is it you want? And I normally watched what the kids want to watch on TV. And before that, when my husband wanted to watch and the music, it was his music or the kids music. I did not know at that point in my life, mm. what I wanted. Wow. I didn't know what I wanted to watch. I wanted to watch on TV. I didn't know what music I wanted to listen to. I didn't know what I wanted to cook to eat for me. I didn't know. And that's crazy when you think about it. Yeah. You had it. And when I relayed that story to my doctor, he 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 said he 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 felt he felt guilty that he couldn't identify with that other part yet, but he felt guilty that he was looking forward to being home by himself. He yeah. admitted that. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, very much so. You know that identity and who we are and what we want, you know, I've, a lot of people have looked at my chosen professions and my life up to date and thought they all envied me in a lot of ways. They were all were like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you can just be gone all the time and just travel and just like, they all were stuck yeah. in their suburban yeah. lives and their jobs and their time clocks. And I couldn't understand what's crazy is I couldn't understand how they could be doing that. I know it. That was, I was going to say too, is that, you know, I, I have a Facebook page, even though I never participate in it. Mm -hmm. The reason why I have the Facebook page is a, a friend of mine died uh, 10 years ago or more now probably 12 or 15 years ago now. Um, but at the point in Michigan, and I couldn't be there for her funeral. So I connected with everybody uh, uh, surrounding her mm -hmm. mutual friends, Facebook, and they were all high school kids, high school friends. And I, I remembered them <laughs> being teenagers, right? So seeing them older, 
uh, on Facebook was quite a shock, but <laughs> my point was they were all still right there. Yeah, man. Wow. They I were know. married to the kids from school. No. Same groups. Yes. Same, yeah, they still yeah. hung around. Yeah. That just like blew my doors off. I couldn't I, imagine that in a million years. Julie. And I'm then in a way, in a way I thought that's what I was saying earlier about it, it, with the roads not packed. The, the, the path's not taken, the road's not traveled. I thought to myself, what would have happened to me if I never left and I never went to yeah. California first in Florida? Yeah. Whatever happened if I stayed in my town and, you know, what I have gone through, what I gone through, what I, you know, have and be what I am now, or, you know, I, 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 I just recently just started thinking about that. I think it would have been very, very boring. Well, they are all the same. You know, and they live, a, they live in existence. They have, you know, I mean, and is that bad? I don't know. They seem happy. It's. It doesn't matter. Like those movies say, it doesn't it, matter. It doesn't matter. But I'll tell you, I'm starting to form an opinion in thinking that that's actually the norm. Like we're the state, we're the, we're the rockets that shoot out and we're not the norm. The norm is for people to stay yeah. where they're at. Well, well, that has been tradition. Well, I can't say traditionally because there've been nomads and it's not, there is no normal. I expect, you know, it's funny because in this country, well, just going by people, your experience with people yeah. in your life, the majority, right. that's that. That's correct. That is you know, correct. the aspect I don't like about that Facebook and you kind of made me think of this is sometimes one of those reaching out and finding me and I have, and I don't want to say I have to, but then I kind of see the path that they took. And I almost wish they didn't even find me. Like, I'm yeah. like, I'm not the same person. I, I can't. Yeah. And I can say hi to you and I hope you're doing well. And, yeah. and, 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 and I always tell them, they ask me, you know, yeah. like, Hey, I can't believe I found you, man. Yeah. It looks like you're doing great. I'm really good. And I always reply. Absolutely, man. I'm blessed. I'm having a great life. I hope you're yeah. doing the same. I hope. And I usually never get, much of a response after that yeah because and then i look at their facebook i don't like what do they call it facebook uh stalking but they want to friend me i go look at their facebook they hit me up and i see all these posts these depressing posts yeah. and these sad posts and this, well, you know, this and that funny. and i'm like ugh, ugh. well you know i have to say along the along that category is that um you know People have their ups and downs in their lives. Sure. And most of the time they only want people to see the ups and nobody and everybody has their downs, everybody. So when I see somebody that only says how excellent and wonderful things are, I think to myself, bullshit. You don't tell me that. Don't tell well, that's me what you're, I just you're, told, you're above that's what I told you earlier. I don't yeah. even tell them that anymore. Yeah. People don't want to hear it. You know, if you're doing good, they don't want to hear it well, because some just, people are doing good all the time. And I want to share a positive no, post. I don't want to get on there and say, oh, I was depressed no, for three days. And no, uh, I wish I, everyone, I want everyone to feel, yeah. feel for me, you know, no, but, but what if I'm you post is, like you're saying, totally I know. I, well, so what? I, I'm i not going to well, share my entire my life with everybody on freaking social media. I don't think yeah. anyone should do that either. No. But what I'm no. saying to you is if someone goes to my timeline, and they see my positive posts, and there aren't that many, because I also audit. I, I take stuff out. I, I keep what's on there, and it's just for a handful of people, and not most of it's not public. But, hey, 
uh, and again, I stopped doing this. So my last post is a long time ago now, right? Because for specifically what you're saying, people don't want to hear that you're doing good all the time. That's what I feel like sharing. Like, hey, listen, I just accomplished this. I'm well, going to do this. Well, it's not that people don't want to hear it. Is that I don't believe it because everybody. everybody that's even worse. That's so cynical. That's even worse. No, <laughs> you know? that's not cynical. It's real. There's nobody that's always high. There's nobody that's always. There is, not not always high. <laughs> he said always high. Well, I mean, on the high, you know, always everything's always good and positive. Well, well, they, might, you, they might think it, sure, but that but, is but, not life. But let me life point this out to you. That. And this is you. I know this because we've talked about it. This is one of the reasons why you don't take part in this crap, this garbage, right? Because there's nothing social about it, right? It's, it's lies. Fact, huh? It's far and wide. But I'm just saying, listen. Honest and not true. But, but listen, the, you, you're not, uh, you know, it's... It, you, you you can't sum up you know your your life in these in these in the in these in these these posts this 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 media form of like you know but you can also tell people who are who we talk about like if we're dealing with customers like uh people that it's always you know why me why me why me why me the victims you could the victims you can see that if you just looked at their page they're a victim you can also see, uh, you know, some... that's not entirely true either. You don't know what's true. That's the thing. It's well, all fake. I, well, that's what my point. All fake. Because there's some people that are not, that never played the victim their whole entire lives until something happens to them. And then when something happens to them and they... Well, I know, think it's all, I think it's all pollution. I don't want a part of none of it. And I definitely don't want to right. see some, some person that I haven't known for 40 years or 30 years... And then and all of a sudden, you. like they're like, I don't, I'm not the same person. That's what I want to tell them. Like, Hey, it's nice. Yeah. Hi, how you doing? I'm doing great. I hope you're doing yeah. well. That's it. We're yeah. not friends anymore. I don't know yet. Well, that's what I told you. I did. I reached out to that one person and told them something and then yeah. I never talked, talked to him again. I mean, yeah. that's it. I just wanted him to know. Yeah. And, and that's all I never, yeah. I never wanted to, I don't become friends. I don't text them. I don't, you know, yeah. that was it. It was, it's done. I yeah. reached out. I said what I have been wanting to say for mine is I get, years. I get, um, ex-girlfriends primarily. Occasionally it's old Navy buddy, ex-girlfriends all the time, man. Mm -hmm. And that's the weirdest one to me. I'm like, we, we broke up like 20 years ago. 25 years ago. What do you, what do we have to talk about? You know what? You know what? Why are you sending me a friend request? Why what? I tell you why because they have recently broke up with somebody and are hurting and they're looking around for somebody to help them feel better. Exactly. You know, and there's and nothing wrong with that, but there is. And you know, and I I told you I had a friend that um, you know, and I don't do Facebook, but and she was we were sitting, you know, uh having a drink outside poolside and uh she heard her phone she read some post or whatever and she responded to it and she was typing and she was telling me what she was saying and she posted it and as soon as she posted it she said to me that exactly what she posted she contradicted how yeah. she really felt she posted something that was total fabrication from what she really felt. And, and that to me sums up what 
Facebook is all about. Yeah, is, I remember. Is, it, is a face that you want people to think and think. I remember you. Are. you I remember you telling me that, and I agree. You know, and that it's, was just it, it's I, not. I, it's not a natural form. You know, my dad said it best. I asked him one day, honestly, just first, I said, wouldn't you like me to create you one just, you don't have to go on it, but just in case an old uh, military buddy or some someone from your past is, is, ha is looking for you, they want to find you. He says, no. Yeah. It's absolutely not. Yeah, right. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Game over. And I knew he was yeah. serious. He's like, no. Right. He's like, why would I want any part of any of that garbage? Yeah. It's like life is this is life. Yeah. Me and you sitting yeah. here in the garage talking. Is I'm I'm totally private. Nobody. Yeah. Can, nobody yeah. can get you know. Oh, trust me. Whenever uh, subjects of social media come up and how I know how you handle, I I hey, absolutely, one hundred percent. There's you know? nothing positive. It no. comes back to haunt you. No. There's nothing really good that can. No, you know, I I started dabbling in it because I was uh, gearing it towards business. Businesses yeah. that I'm running, and but, I've and I'm looking at different avenues of that too. But on the on the up and up, me and you had a discussion the other day about old school, and the, you don't need it. It's yeah. all garbage, and it's all yeah. going to the wayside. And I feel sorry yeah. for everybody say, who's involved right. in it. It's pollution. It's mm -hmm. it's not real, you know. And like you said, just to agree with you, you never know. And that girl, she wrote something completely contradicted herself, you know. Mm -hmm. It's and, you're, said, and you know what I will say this. Said it. That's not yeah. anything what she truly meant and felt. And right. I and at that point in time, I just said, you know what? That sums it up for me right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, if 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 I go somewhere and you're with me, then you're then we're share you're my we're sharing an experience, right? I don't have to post about yeah. something I did. Yes, and what are you yes. eating? And what are you cooking? Oh, and, oh the you know, worst. What is this? <laughs> that, you know what? I listened to, uh, I don't know, may have been a podcast about this, right? And we talked about those programs we both recently watched and how scary all this stuff is, right? Um, but um, the basis was kind of like what you were saying too, that the people that present themselves as the happiest people and they're posting all the time, all these things and what they're eating and their life is great and all this stuff. He says, those people are actually some of the saddest people in the right. world. That's that's right. They, they need, are. They need outside. Um, they, yeah. Uh, to, uh, uh, affirmation on their existence yeah. because they have nothing inside of them. Yeah. Nothing inside of them it, says I feel okay about me. I need everybody's everybody out there's uh, accolades or opinions or whatever to make me feel any good at all. Yeah. It's the, very 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 sad. There's a. Uh, something i read about the the one in fact the guy who created it the guy who created it said it was the worst thing ever was when facebook okay there's a bunch of them now but created that like button so that was the worst thing they ever could have done to create a little like button you know that's it it's all about these likes and these likes and like it's it's all this it's this garbage it's this fake well, dopamine that's, the, that's the next thing, thing that happened Ugh. That's the next thing that happened. Mm -hmm. You know, that same that same person that that typed that and then told me that she didn't mean that. She kept looking at her phone to see how many likes she got on her postings. Yeah. yeah I'm it's, thinking, that's a validation too. You it's, can't it's, it's yeah. crazy. And I want to say you know what the problem is? Is you can't turn that stuff off. I want to, I wanted to make my Facebook, my Instagram. I didn't want anyone to be able to like, I didn't want anyone to be able to comment. I just you looked at it and that's it. But you can't. They don't let you do that. You have to give the people the option to like it. 
you can't give them the option to dislike it, which is weird, right? You can't you can't dislike something. You can only like it or just nothing. Well, I think on YouTube you can, but that's different. YouTube is yeah. different, and they're 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 kind of positioning. They're going yeah, another right. way too. But all these, you know, they're I don't all, know. I don't it's know. It's, it's uh, it's it. I don't like any of it. I, you know, I tell you, um, people, people, and and I, I, I had, I was old. Before yeah. I lived by myself, yeah. you know, and it was very, 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 very difficult at first yeah. to live by myself Yeah, because, well, you have to like you. Yeah. And uh, I tell you what, once you get to the point that you do like you mm. and know how to find peace and live how you want to live there ain't never again <laughs> am i ever 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 going to share this with anybody else yeah it's kind of it's kind of wild to uh and i think that with you know, that said with that said let me just say one last thing i think that if i were younger or younger people who come to and maybe they did find it a lot younger than me uh, living by themselves and liking themselves and being okay by themselves. And I think that is the point in time if they find somebody else that shares the same liking to live by themselves, liking who they are and, and, and finding peace within and loving their world. Only then, if they're on the same plane in that sphere, sure. could somebody share the rest of their lives together sure and that's a very 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 um small chance if you ask me well i'll tell you this much that you know whether it happens it doesn't you never look at it. that type of sharing that sharing life like actual life with somebody else it's very fulfilling when you find it and you have it and, and that's that's real sharing. Social media isn't sharing. All right. You know what no, I mean? Right, right, that's, right, right. That there's no comparison. No, no, and that's no, the no, that's no, a no. huge ah. sickness we have right now. Yeah, a huge, and, and, and that's taking the place. Yes, and yeah. that that's that's why a lot yeah. of these people are coming out from the people who created this stuff, and they're saying, "Listen, something's got to change now. Yeah. This is not going in the right direction." No, right. I talk to my neighbor occasionally, Dave, especially with a. Algorithms, logarithms. Yeah. I talked to, uh, you know, I, there's uh, Danny's kids uh, a few do doors down from me. Um, he has twin sons. And uh, sometimes I pay them to do mailings and stuff like that for me. Um, these kids, man, until I go over there and knock on the door and I have them do something for me, they're here all the time. You wouldn't know it. Sometimes we think they're on vacation. Sometimes we forget they live there. They're never outside. They're never outside. And these are kids 14, are never outside anymore. Fourteen-year-old boys. They're never outside they anymore. They live kids in a small place because they're always family. on their on their devices. Correct, right? But, it, but think about just. I know ugh. they're all like that. Ugh. Not just those kids. They're all like that. Yeah.
Not all. Very, not all, what, but very not rarely. Do because uh, hey, my my buddy Bob, now he's the Corvette guy that lives here. He's he's a great dude, but um, he shares his uh, two sons with his wife uh, when they're here. That's when I hear the basketball bouncing outside. Well, he's, he's throwing a part-time the ball dad. With them. That's why. That's but that's but still not... they're getting fulfillment. And yeah. these kids are always they have their gear with them, so they're they're Good. as they're going back and forth. They're into sports. They're into outside stuff, right? But he never lets them just stay in the house. So that's two different worlds there, right? Yeah, I know I you, you know this. I... When I was younger, it was I was grounded if I was in the house. You're grounded. Yeah. That was punishment. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Even if it was for four it hours sure or for the rest of the night, yeah. you're done. That's yeah. it. We were always for the rest outside. Of... Yeah. Hide and seek. Hide and seek, man. Yeah. Hide and seek, man. Riding our bikes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bumper hitching in the wintertime. Living life, right? Yeah, that's that, that whole, fun. you called it VR earlier, but you know, it's yeah. these two different worlds and yeah. kind of like what we're talking about. Yeah. It's crazy, yeah. crazy times. Yeah. Crazy times. You know, it's funny. Um, I talked to my grandson. He likes to hear my stories. Good. I like yeah. him. Um, I feel like I always say his name wrong, though. I call him Link. Well, that's how you say his name. Okay. Well, I mean, sure. how else can you say it? Well, I feel like for some reason, I've been wanting to ask you this, that I've been calling him Link for a long time. And you just never corrected me, but it is Link, right? Yeah. L-I-N-K. Yeah. I remember like, the day I met like that Like Link kid. and Zelda. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it was really funny because Kelly met this guy mm -hmm. who had a daughter named Zelda. Yeah. And I said, oh, Kelly, can you just imagine if you got hooked up with this guy and you'd have two kids, Link and Zelda? <laughs> that would be... The, uh, that would be... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would have well, that's to... That's where Link comes from. That's yeah, where, no, that's where my from. cat came from, Zelda. You know? yeah. yeah. From that game. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what time? But anyway, you were saying uh, we're we're, we're going to wrap this up. But you were saying um, uh, uh, about um, no, I was saying Link, and uh, what did oh, I, I say? Just tell him stories. He loves hearing yeah, my stories. stories. Yeah, your stories. Yeah, he loves hearing the. He loves. Yeah, I like him. He. Uh, I like even some stories that you've that I've gotten from you uh, about you and him and adventures you've had. I like him. I, I like his yeah. uh, his intelligence. I like his. I like where his mind's at. Without knowing him, I like him. I've met him a few times, but yeah. um, I like. You know the what? You know what he's doing right now. He was always. This is interesting because I can kind of. Uh, well, you could probably tell me more than I know because I'm mm -hmm. a girl. He was always a chubby little kid, mm -hmm. and he's just now. What is he? He'll be fifteen. In January, he's 14. Yeah. So he's starting to get some t a, a height on him and he's starting to thin out Yeah, and he wants to start joining the gym. He doesn't want to eat so much. He's really starting yeah. to get into his, because I think he, he went to Bush gardens with a girl. Yeah. So I think it has something to do with that. 100%. 100%. Yeah. That's it. So yeah. anyways, but I, so I got it. So, you know, the only I, reason we want to be good at anything is to impress a girl. Well, I want to tell you, I think it was the last time I talked to you or maybe on here that I had mentioned that I still make his, I, I bring the kids lunches every day. Right. Yeah. At school. And the last time I brought him his lunch, he said, you don't have to bring me my lunch anymore because I don't think I'm going to be eating lunch. And that devastated me. Yeah. And then I said, you don't want me to bring you lunch anymore. And I think he saw 
how upset I was because this says, Oh, you can, if you want to. <laughs> so yeah. anyways, uh, bro, I felt so bad after that. I can't tell you, but I could, I knew this point in time would happen Sure. You know, when they were such babies. I, I saw them all the time and I was their best people, best, you know, person in the world. And, and I knew when they were teenagers, they wouldn't want to hang with me so much anymore. But I thought I was wondering if it was because he was trying to lose weight or I was embarrassing him, bringing him his lunch to school every day, which probably a little bit of both. But I wanted to share with him. You can't if you want to stay healthy, you can't skip lunch. You you really should. Eat it's lunch. probably not the skipping lunch part. It's more of the grandma's bringing me lunch part. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. At 15, sure. Well, that's what I told Kelly. I said, you know what? I'll just, I will just um, sneak it to you on the way so you he can take it with him, but he'll still have something from he knows. Yeah. Because I like to cook. I like to cook. I like, instead of the same old peanut butter and jelly. Plus, stuff, plus like if, uh, now is is uh, school lunch available no. to the kids at this school? No. It's only what they bring? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, so, uh, yeah, a whole lot going on there, you know, yeah. his, 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 but his, his yeah. body's starting to flood with, with yeah. hormones and testosterone yeah. and things are changing. And he's getting really tall and oh, he's sitting man. out. Yeah. yeah. I, I saw just in that picture, you, uh, when you share those pictures, when you guys went to, went to DC, I knew that he was, he had sprouted since the last time I saw than him. Me, right? I was like, holy moly. You yeah. Know? Which is cool, man. That's yeah. awesome. 15 I got to tell you, it's also funny. It's also really cute. I had told him when he was a lot shorter that when, uh, I don't know how we got on the subject, that when when my, my son uh, grew taller than me, he used to call me little woman. <laughs> and, uh, and so uh, I told Link this. So now he's calling me little woman. So it was kind of funny uh, because he's <laughs> he's like, I'm only what, five? three a little little less than five three and i think he's like five seven now so he's kind of towering over me five seven five eight already yeah ah. i uh i outgrew my dad at around 14 between 13 and 14 i sprouted and then how I, tall I, are you i grew You're even more in the navy i grew four more inches oh. when i was 18 19 years old yeah you know uh i'm six three are you that tall yeah wow yeah yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I'm telling you today, I'm going to tell you this, especially, and I'll relate it to the uh, house, the open on? house I did today. It's a small person's world, man. That house, man, I kept hitting my head on everything in there, oh. man. Going to wash my hands, the light would hit me. I hit the spoon over really? here. I hit this over here. Yeah, the fans, I'm ducking. I'm ducking for everything. Wow. Walking outside to look for the water, man. Yeah, I'm having short, a duck. Those short, you know. Uh, it, it it's not when you're ceilings, when you get yeah. over six foot everything's designed it's not the average height man and it's yeah. it can be a burden being in the navy man <laughs> when you're tall <laughs> yeah i tell you who i was uh i have a friend that's really tall and uh he always makes a comment that he can he always sees the bald people <laughs> he's looking <laughs> down on everybody's head you, you know i always uh i liken it to this um i Sometimes I wish I was short for many reasons, but for my posture's sake. And I'll, I'll tell you why. Because when you're tall, now I I love when I have, I'm talking to somebody that's way tall. So once you get over six, once, actually, once you get over six foot, every inch, everything, if you're standing to someone that's just a couple inches taller and you're over six foot, he's tall. So if I'm, if I'm talking to a buddy who's six, six, wow. to be able to be looking Look. up at somebody 
That's it's why that Napoleon guys that are short wow. and stocky, they have great posture because they're always looking up. Oh, wow. They're, 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 their shoulders are back, their chest is out, and they're looking wow. up. You know, they're ready to get it on. Yeah. When you're tall, the, the, the more now exercise they're, will help they're... it, but you're constantly looking down. Isn't Your neck is that forward. Interesting. Yeah. So whenever I'm around tall people, if I'm at an NBA game, if I'm any, any, I love talking up to people. You know, I love it. Yeah. And it's it's a posture thing. Yeah. Look at that. You know, and another thing too, today huh. in sales, sometimes uh, a lot of people were shorter than me. So I had a lady and her daughter were talking. And even with you, you're when we're sitting across from each other, we're fine. But when we're saying hello or goodbye, coming in and out of a place, and I'm close to you and we're talking, you're short and I'm oh, tall. Yeah. And sometimes I don't want to like, uh, but you're fine with it. But this is a stranger. So a lot of times I pull my chair over, I make it casually while we're talking, oh. I go grab some and I sit down. So they're looking oh. down at me and I'm looking oh. up at them and I'm saying hi to her daughter, Haley. Oh. oh, Haley, how old are you now? And then I'm talking to her and all of a sudden. Isn't now, that interesting? Right. Sometimes I'll See, play that. would be that. something I would never think about saying in sales, but because I don't have that perspective at all and nobody's ever said that to me. So yeah. that's an interesting thing. Yeah. You got two dynamics there. You've got a female and I'm a male and I'm towering over her. Yeah. It's a little you know? intimidation going and on. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very cognizant of how I'm standing. Yeah. I want to be natural, relaxed. And if now she was great. I, you know, she didn't have a problem. Like I didn't see no, like she's very comfortable. I felt, but I still, you know, she yeah. had a daughter there and we're talking and I yeah. chose an opportunity to sit down. And then I was able to ask her a bunch of questions, write some stuff down. And now she's talking down to me. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and it's got, it, it always changes. The, the, huh. the, the, Did the, you um, get anybody to work with today? I don't know yet. I don't know yet. I'll tell you tomorrow. <laughs> All right, good. Um, good. Yeah, let me. We should wrap up. Yeah, I'm going I to. I think it's uh, been long. Time. Yeah, it is, and I've got some research still. How to does do it? Tonight. How is it always that time gets sucked away every time I talk to you? It's like hours go by. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and this was uh, impromptu. We hopped on yeah. just for, and we didn't talk much business, but that's. Well, okay. I'll tell you. That being said, um, uh, we will. Uh, next time I've got a couple uh different premises that we're going to hit and attack so all right um but and then when I see you on Monday you know um I'm it'll be that'll be kind of interesting in the sense that uh meeting this person who's uh -huh. new in the business but not new in business uh, well it'll be interesting to hear your take on uh things we'll have yeah, to talk about absolutely yeah I'm looking forward to it yeah. So since I'm going to be over that house tomorrow, I'll touch base with you sometime tomorrow. Okay. And, and we'll and coordinate for Monday. Make sure you turn everything, the water back off and everything the way that you had it. Absolutely. I'm very yeah. good. I, I try not okay. to disturb anything. Yeah. You know? And turn uh, the fans off. He made a comment that the fans were on. I know you didn't turn them on, but. No, uh, I made sure they were off when I left, but they okay, were, good. they were on when I got there. Okay. Um, the, uh, but again, you can, yeah. uh, if he's controlling those cameras, the only thing I did was in an effort to turn those fans off was hitting light switches. Oh. So, but the only thing is, is if I hit a light switch and it turned the camera on off on or off, then how could he reset it remotely? So I don't think well, I that's what anything. I said. Yeah. So, so um, I don't know something was up with that. That yeah. was interesting. Yeah. But I, you know, me, I, I, even if the place isn't correct, when I get there, when I leave, I want everything to be fine. Yeah. 
you know, um, AC back up, water back off, fans off, blinds shut, you know, everything. So, um, but I'll, uh, we'll touch base tomorrow. Um, so that means, uh, we'll touch base tomorrow. Okay. Until, until then. Until then, until next time. Until next time. Have a great night.